0: Hello, you're listening to the Eric McKenna Project. It's my dings <laughs> off. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> That's going to go down as a classic moment in my life.
0: Sure <laughs> hurt my feelings. I mean, he wasn't wrong. But... <laughs> you suck. Oh, my God. <laughs> he said, oh, I was scarred
1: that. <laughs> he, said,
2: he said it was a low point in his life. It's a low
1: point. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The squad has reconvened. Thank you so much.
2: Thank you for having us back.
1: so much fun last time. And we it was have an official name so now. Whatever. Yeah, you are the squad. Y'all are the squad. Well, you, you are the squad because I appreciate the fact that you want to continue to do this. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I, I realized right away, it didn't take more than a couple of days before I realized, based upon where the show was going and who was listening and the response, and people thought it was really interesting and funny, really funny. Um, some moments it's more than others, probably. <laughs> we're, looking <at> you, <laughs> we're looking at you, we're looking at you, we're looking at you. So, yeah, here we are. Here we are, cruising through February.
3: We're almost at the end,
1: almost at the end.
3: So I said that today, earlier today, I was like, it's February is the longest,
2: short little month. That's what I said. Uh-huh. it's the shortest month, but it feels the, the longest, That's the truth. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: We need to bring your microphone closer, too. Yeah. Here, hold on.
0: Stick it in your face, hoe.
2: <laughs> you guys want a cookie?
1: Yeah, let's start with a yeah, cookie.
2: Yeah, let's start this All off right. with cookies. We're going to open Misfortune Cookies.
1: It's called the Misfortune Cookie, which yeah. is the, pretty much symptomatic of this entire show. <laughs> <All right. laughs> it's misfortunate
2: for
3: sure. Okay, toss it. Oh, sorry. sorry. Oh no, it's already
1: misfortune. <laughs> <laughs> a misfortune cookie.
4: Start the door. Oh black. my God, this is
3: so cute.
1: And it's I'm taking, black.
3: I'm taking a picture of this. I know. I'm not That's supposed to have my phone out. a foolish little on character camera. on there,
1: isn't it?
2: Yeah, and then there. I think they all have different characters on there.
3: Aw, he's so cute. Mine's yeah, mine's cat. like a teddy bear. Mine's some kind
2: of something. monster.
0: Mine's a cat. Cat. Yeah, it looks like an angry little cat, too. I don't know. What the Aww. fuck is that? <laughs> what is that? I don't even know what
3: that is. I don't know what mine is, though, either. Mine's got, like, weird little ears and stuff. All
0: oh, right. and the cookie's black, too. Yeah. Everyone listening, they just hear, Crangle, Crangle,
2: Crangle. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay, wait.
2: That's...
3: You gotta crack it. I don't know oh, if I can't Oh, crack the cookie. <laughs> yeah, that's... I heard yours. Okay. Okay. Oh, here it is. Is it going to turn my teeth black if I eat
2: it? I was about to say, oh, I just know this is going to turn my <laughs> mouth <rolls> black. <laughs> <laughs> I just Splendid. know. Blended.
1: Oh, and of course, I left my reading glasses in the other room, of course, you know. so I'll I read
2: your I was if you about to say, we can yeah. read it for you. Okay. Sorry.
3: Okay, somebody go first. Punished by life
2: and now by a cookie, too.
0: <laughs> 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 That's pretty messed up.
2: What's yours, say, Jer?
0: Mine's pretty disheartening. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh oh.
0: For you, tomorrow is another day of you can't win win them all, <laughs> or any at all. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's a long. I know. That was that was wordy for mm-hmm. a fortune. Mine says your future was always better in the old days. <laughs>
1: Mine says, what's in the cards for you? Breakdowns and breakups.
2: Ouch. Oh That
4: Ooh. one was painful. That's ouch. painful. That is, mm. That's
1: painful. Uh, yeah, and, and the cookie's black. Is it chocolate? Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: No. I don't
1: know, but it's good. It is pretty good.
2: Does it taste like a fortune cookie, too? <laughs> is it going to turn our mouths black? I was like, I just I know this is going to turn our I teeth black. I have my black. phone out
4: so
3: I can look. Uh, no, it's not bad have you okay. seen that
1: um that that toothpaste called mud The answer yeah to that?
3: yeah i think jonna has that she has like some kind of like tooth uh like powder or something mm. no hers isn't black though hers is like a different color wait are you talking I, if I know what you're talking about people
0: are literally using uh charcoal yeah charcoal i guess yeah
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: my last guest was in here that she said that there's a thing on the internet on youtube of a group of people who record themselves eating and it's a thing
2: yeah that a freak or whatever right, yeah right, people fall right. asleep to it and everything
0: like, mukbang <laughs> <laughs> wait what? trailer <laughs>
2: trash tammy
0: wait what oh, whoa, whoa. oh okay we're talking about something else <laughs> <laughs> wait, enlighten <what>? me <laughs> uh Wow. You want to take we... this one, Jer? I'm not sure where to start on that one. Um... <laughs> what was the first name that you said? Mukbang? <laughs> <laughs> Just even him
2: saying it.
1: What well. is that?
0: Yeah, it's kind of hard to explain. <laughs> Anybody listening who knows what it is...
3: Feel free to hop in the comments I'm and not sure how to explain Leave links it.
0: I don't think anybody gets naked but it's sort of like a sexual eating thing mm-hmm. it's people who get off on watching other people eat mm-hmm. um, there's eaters and feeders mm-hmm. yeah this isn't for obese people the obese thing I think I don't think that it's was ex- a thing for I don't a while, think it's right? exclusive but that's like part it's of included. it included <laughs> yeah there will be like <laughs> chicks who get down with pizzas and stuff you yeah. know, dressed in scantily clad co- clothing. Okay, we went there, so let's just let's go there. We're here, <laughs> so th- you know we've arrived. We're gonna go
1: off off topic a little bit, real quick. Just okay, and I'm gonna dance around this because I don't want to offend anybody. Actually, I don't care.
3: Can Do you know but, what? wait? It's just no, go ahead. The funny part about this <laughs> is that now we all have black <laughs> mouths from eating cookies. I know. or Did it turn black? Stick your tongue out. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So we're going to talk about Mukbang with black mouths, just because we're reading mm-hmm. Punishing mm-hmm. Cookies. I
1: know. <laughs> well, anyway, continue. No, uh, Again, yeah, now I'm really messed up. So there, made me uh, sad. Oh, A while back on <laughs> VH1, is my mouth all black? Seriously. It is. Your lips are a little all bit black. Us, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah, all of ours is, mm-hmm. Splendid. Yeah, it's exciting.
1: Resplendent. Uh, <laughs> so um, there was a thing where there was... <laughs> People that <laughs> fell in love with their uh, their spouses, but they had to be morbidly obese.
3: Mm-hmm. it was on
1: BH one a while ago. Is that a thing? Have you seen that?
3: I think everything's a thing. I was about to say, yeah. Yeah, yeah if, there's if you, very
1: few things that aren't a thing. Yeah, if you, if <laughs> if it exists,
3: then someone well, is into it.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it, but, it, but the whole show's the premise was that, and it wasn't specific to a gender. There was some really big men and some really you know skinny women, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. But the whole show was about the partner feeding, was on a mission to feed the other one. Mukbang. To, gar- <laughs> <laughs> to gargantuan sizes.
0: Can we do the Pee-wee Herman thing where there's a word of the day? and <laughs> <laughs> Anytime somebody yes. says it, everybody... Ah, ah,
1: ah, ah. <laughs> Here we go. We're off and oh running. <laughs>
2: you know, I think if Oreos became a person, I'd get married to it.
3: I'd you do it. are
2: always eating Oreos. I know. Like. Oreos you have Oreo accessories, which yeah. nobody else I know has. You know what? Somebody bought that for me, too. Mm-hmm. My godson bought that for me. That's how bad it is. He bought me like a dunking kit, like you, know, <laughs> you <laughs> that way you can dunk your Oreos, and there's a. There's tools, but then to they do start it.
1: messing with the like the original recipe. Mm-hmm. They were uh, there's chocolate Oreos and the holidays, and they're like you know uh, mint Oreos. Yes. And all. Yeah, I like Oreos the mint are
0: Oreos good. Yeah, I'm gonna take up for mint Oreos. Mm-hmm. I will say and I And double it. stuff Oreos. <laughs> oh yeah,
2: double <laughs> stuff is probably the best, just because mm-hmm. it's like regular, but it has more. The only thing is... I <laughs> it's, t- regular, it it <laughs> uh-huh. it's regular, but it has more. It has more.
1: That's going to be the essence of this show. It's regular, but it has more.
2: A little extra. <laughs> I did buy the Lady Gaga Oreos, though, and they kind of... They just have this, like, Play-Doh taste to them. I wanted to like them. Are they blue or something? They're, like, pink. Oh, uh, like pinkish wafers and green cream, and they just—they oh, no. have this no. like food coloring taste.
3: Pink and green together, even though like aesthetically is very pleasing, when you mix them together in a food form, it's just gonna turn brown.
2: All right, well let me tell you what I did last <laughs> night.
1: <laughs> I saw it
2: on TikTok that oh, you no. could that was the mistake number one. <laughs> you could crush up Oreos in a mug, like, and then put a little bit of milk in it mix it up until it's like real gross looking, but then you put it in the microwave for like a minute and it turns into like mug cake.
4: Oh. So I was like,
2: I gotta try it. So I okay. did, uh-huh. and it was pretty
4: good. Oh. I J- do it again.
2: <laughs> 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 it's, it's the first of many. <laughs> yeah, I do it again,
3: so. I just made mug cakes a couple of weeks ago because Jerry was yeah. looking at me randomly on a Sunday and was like, do we have any cake?
1: <laughs> A fair I mean, question. It's
3: not to say it's not unreasonable mm-hmm. in our house that we might have cake. My kids used
1: mm-hmm. to eat that uh it was like cake that was with that cookies crumbled in there and then there was like those those worms those the dirt. gummy worms dirt, yeah dirt? yeah yeah and i used mm-hmm. to want to just i want to hurl good. man and they, they're just diving into this
0: stuff it's all over their face i'm like yeah. okay yeah,
4: okay. dad
0: tough. you want some no dad I don't oh. want any i like gummy worms and i like cake but i kind of like enjoy them separately
2: mm-hmm. yeah it's more for like the aesthetic yeah
1: how do you yeah. rectify that like like the chocolate thing with the fruit flavors. How do it's you use your mind? Fun. Rectify. Yeah, it? yeah
3: I think it's really just, just for, for looks, fun. Yeah, yeah. And to yeah.
2: make it look like dirt. Mm-hmm. Me and Julia were just talking <laughs> about. She's like, I'm starting to question your. Oh, yeah. food <laughs> choices, because somebody was.
3: Talking about olives. Yeah. Yeah. I love I, olives. and They I can't, make me regurge. I can't, I can't, can't you do any like olives.
0: But yeah, she I feel said like you either love them or hate them. She mm-hmm. would eat
3: olives in my cookies, though, like
2: because I'm such Your a Your peanut butter and jelly cookies, if they had olives she in She would them. overlook the olives for that. I'd still have to devour them because your peanut butter and jelly cookies are I don't know if I'd
4: eat that. I know. I know. That that just shows. And I like both of those things.
3: (laughs) I think there's like something symbolic in there that Cass is willing to overlook certain things about me that maybe you're
1: not. (laughs) Maybe. There's a thing on uh, YouTube or no, on Facebook I think you going over around quite a bit about me. <laughs> <laughs> That's also
3: true. <laughs> I appreciate that you can extend the same courtesy.
1: <laughs> this lady is putting nerds in her meatballs when she's oh, making meatballs. Gross. She's like putting nerds in there and then no. cooking, and then you know, you know making her, the meatballs and then why? putting nerds in there and then. Yeah, cooking I don't it. see
2: the reasoning for that. No. No, oh. doesn't make any
0: sense. Uh, it was a thing, I guess. I don't know. I was watching a video. She'll be doing it next week. I was <laughs> watching I <know>. a video. <laughs> she, she just wrote that down. <laughs> She'll be doing it like, next let me week. Know. Nerds in the meatballs. <laughs> I was watching this video, and it was like cooking tips, you know? And I was like, okay. And then she's cooking potato chips. <laughs> like, cooking them. Cooking them. Like, oh, these are turning out so good. Oh, this is delicious. Like, Putting them in water and boiling them, and she's like, "You gotta stir them." That's the secret. I'm like,
2: <laughs> "What?" Or like the woman that boiled hot Cheetos. Oh yeah, no. Like, there's all sorts of videos like that. When that we're in like
0: jail, that's what we eat because there's nothing else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like people mm-hmm. are doing this a, intentionally.
3: No, yeah. This is that you can. There's something telling about society in that. I feel like for sure.
0: I feel like people are bored.
3: Yeah, we're creating our own problems.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, you're cook- feel- if you're cooking mashed or <laughs> potato chips on the stove,
2: <laughs> you're
0: a maker of your own problems.
2: <laughs> they feel productive. Like I I cooked something, but it mm-hmm. was a snack that they just boiled. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I get it. Okay, I mean.
1: this is a good segue. This is a, this is a, I don't know. Maybe. To say, how
3: are you going to make a right turn into something? Uh, just with watch su- me. With substance. Just, just watch me. So
1: we're all cooped up cooking weird things, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. We're all cooped up. And would you not agree that maybe kind of somewhat society just might be just a little bit angry or on edge? Do you feel it? Am yeah. I making it up? Not at all, no, yeah, definitely.
2: especially now that we were just saying how long February feels normally mm-hmm. anyway, and now we're almost a year into all of this. And mean, mean the fourteen
1: mm-hmm. days to stop the curve or flatten the curve, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. three hundred and thirty four days. And we the weather's
2: them. been so, cold. yeah, mm-hmm. and but then it rained today. <laughs> Yeah, it rained today.
1: We
0: got a real winter this year.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that started in December. Mm-hmm. And that's and so that's another thing. We've had a long, what we're not used to winter here. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. just with everything going on, I think people are getting... Okay. They're on edge. Yeah. Okay, they're so, pent up. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. So you take the pandemic angst of being cooped up. And then you add the political climate in there, right? Mm -hmm. And then you add some social issues as well in there, right? And we've talked about, somewhat about anger and what's going on in society. I get all of that. But I want to take it a step further today. The phenomenon that I see in the past decade or so, just watching social media, there seems to be like a a cottage industry of like revenge like an expectation that if someone does you in or does something negative to you or whatever there's an expectation that you must retaliate you know i grew up you know with a, a catholic background and of course you just we were supposed to turn the other cheek and it was hard growing up on the on the sidewalks and the streets playing sports you, you know you but generally you didn't want to look to retaliate if someone did something bad to you it was i was not instructed to do this as a kid Okay, I'm saying it's right or wrong. I just wasn't. I don't think I grew up with the idea that revenge, or getting, or making sure someone has their just comeuppance or whatever the the phrase is, was the paramount paramount in my life. But now I see like revenge is like a whole thing. I mean, movies glorify it. You know, there's always everybody's got to strike back. And oftentimes people are striking back because they're misinterpreting things that are happening, or the reason things happen to them. They're almost looking for someone to strike back at. And are you seeing something similar? Is anything making any sense? And I want to talk a little bit about revenge and your
0: thoughts on the concept of revenge, Mm -hmm. if we can. I feel like you're alluding to something. Who are we talking about, Eric? (laughs) 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 Sorry, buddy.
3: (laughs) I just keep thinking of the woman cooking potato chips and <laughs> like was she yeah. trying to get revenge on? She's on getting revenge, revenge on somebody. She's getting that revenge on somebody.
1: Remember <laughs> those O'Lean chips that would get you bad gas? Remember O'Lean was like a fake Hold Whoa, on. Yeah, yeah. Look it, it up. Was that then. in the commercial? <laughs> well, it was. A, it was. A, it was a oil substitute. Yeah. It didn't have any trans fat or very low fat. Period. Oh
4: yeah, I talking about. It was called Olean mm-hmm.
1: Was the name of the the. I think I remember reading about and this. And I guess they took it they off had the to market pull the plug. because yeah. because people people were
0: pulling the plug. I heard people were, the were shitting themselves. Yeah. <laughs> 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 exactly. People needed plugs. <laughs> they pulled the plug here and give it to these people. Can who took the Can you imagine spending all this time and money and? Marketing and well, uh, we have a problem with a new product.
1: Well, <laughs> maybe that was someone on the inside of that company getting revenge on somebody else. Yeah, yeah, unleashing a yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, world, You yeah. could give that to someone. They could have uh-huh. changed the branding and been like, "Did your boss <laughs> in your weenies this week? <laughs>
3: did he pass you over for that big
0: promotion? Well,
3: <laughs> some chips?" But did you ever see the
0: ads though,
1: where you can send people dog shit? Have you seen that? Yep. So oh yeah. So, I told so I revenge about is that. almost now. It's even like fucking funny. Yeah. You know, it's like I guess we laugh about it, but you know, are we hell bent on making sure everybody gets what's coming to them when they when they do yeah. something or they perceive that they've done something wrong? are we we hell bent on making sure that we have the final say? They're just we get like the final word,
2: displacing where that energy should go. Because I feel like if somebody wrongs you. You know, like my ex always used to say and he was right. <laughs> <laughs> the best revenge is good living. Like right. focus mm. on yourself. Put that energy into yourself instead of getting back at mm. someone. Place that energy into like healing from what they did or recovering from what they did to you mm-hmm. if you really feel that way, but I do feel like we were talking about before and it, it was it I think even before the pandemic, it's just there's so many people that are uh, like anger is their default emotion. They're displacing their energy to go towards that person or that thing and feeling like they have to, to make things right or to rectify things. And really it's, you know, practicing forgiveness Mm -hmm. is tough, but it's a practice. You have to do it Mm -hmm. to, for it to work. And, you know when you forgive it doesn't always mean you have to let things go per se or be taken advantage of but you you have to use that energy in a healthy place for you mm-hmm. so if you're i think like revenge a lot of people like you said do focus on it it's become almost like a entertaining thing like you see yeah. it in a lot of videos abs- and abs- stuff now abs- getting back at my boyfriend that cheated on me mm-hmm. or the right. boss In it, it's it's like just go the other way. Get away from mm. a man, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And put your energy into something better. into you, really. Yeah. Instead of them.
1: It just doesn't, it doesn't seem to be it doesn't seem to be real sexy to do that or it doesn't seem to be the you know, the the cool thing to do. You know? It's not the
0: social media cool yeah, thing to do. Yeah, it doesn't promote. Turn the other cheek. It's... Yeah, there's no impulse there. know yeah, there's yeah. no gratification there. That, that's what we're looking for. Not instant Bingo. gratification. It takes Bingo. a long
2: time to to yeah. forgive somebody or or work on yourself. Whereas if you plus that doesn't make as interesting. Send them a bag of dog shit. That's very instant.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah. You know, plus, imagine some of your favorite action movies if the lesson was just forgive and forget. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, good yeah. Point. yeah. yeah it's, a, it's a great point. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make then, it as exciting a story. There's no culmination. You
1: mm-hmm. know. But but that's but we should be able to differentiate between entertainment. You know, and a good story in reality. We should be. Should be. <laughs> you
4: know?
0: We should.
4: No, yeah.
0: No, I think it really comes down to people just, I think Cassie alluded to it, people are already pissed off, mm-hmm. you know, and I think it took me a long time to kind of come to grips with certain things like... I hung on to a lot of anger, and when someone would do me wrong, or even just like you said, you perceive that they do you wrong. You know, right. when I per- perceive a slight or an injustice, now I'm making. Actually, a therapist told me this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to take credit for someone Kudos those. for you to admit it. I don't want. You suck! I don't want to take. I don't want to. Yeah, that's what the therapy session was about. I don't want to take credit for someone else's work here. I feel like I'm, know, I'm almost like pointing to something that somebody built, and I'm like. <laughs> yeah. No, this was a therapist. Uh, but she was like, you're hanging on to a lot of shit. right?" And then someone comes into your arena and it's like, you're making them pay, not just for what they did, but for everything that's been done in your past. And she's mm-hmm. like, it's a lot for them to own. It's a lot to put on somebody. And also, it's just not, per- even if you do decide that someone deserves some sort of response, it's not proportionate. Right. Big <laughs> right. word. Disproportionate responses was definitely something that I had to work to get past because I would just let people kind of push me around and walk on me. And I was always – I wanted to avoid conflict and avoid confrontation. And all of a sudden, i just go berserk, you know. I would have no release valve and then all of a sudden just –
1: zero to 100. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. And it was almost like I gave up all my space and then someone would kind of step on that one last square and it's just like this (laughs) – explosive mm-hmm. reaction out of nowhere that wasn't really proportionate to whatever happened. Yeah. yeah. So, so people
1: the the, the the last person to push you over the edge actually they paid, got the, all paid the price mm-hmm. for all right. the other bullshit. And yes. It could have been some lady just yep. crossing the
0: street too slow. Yep. Right.
2: So then it's displaced <laughs> well, anyway. It's not right. going towards... Right.
0: But if people are already angry and they're not really being encouraged to do shit that's healthy, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? hmm I don't know. I think it's kind of an age-old question. It's definitely not a new thing. No. You know I mean, what we just it? see it more was than it not, I Think Confucius? Who was it? It was somebody who said, "If you go seeking revenge, dig two graves or something like that." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It might have been Confucius. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah,
3: that sounds
2: accurate.
1: So I don't know what about forgiving people not for what it does for them, but like do it for yourself. That's what oh, I was yeah. told. to get yeah. them out yeah. of your headspace. Yeah. That yeah. would be like to me just
2: like
3: giving someone free rent in your head. always yeah. like yeah, a...
1: yeah, but that's I think younger people. I think they struggle with that. I think that's age will age will mellow you a little bit to be more selfish I think in terms of that stuff.
3: Yeah, I like think. you re- you recognize <clears throat> that like holding but then you meet like older bitter people.
1: True. There's always exceptions. Yeah. You know, 100%. Um,
3: but I will say that like and I'll, you know, cuz I feel like everyone's like, you know, definitely taking the high road here and I appreciate that. <laughs> but I will say just to call myself out. Uh, I have definitely been known to enjoy watching someone like walk through their negative karma. Net
1: well I think karms. we all yeah. do, <laughs> yeah. you know, but and, and, did you inflict it or did you watch no, this just happen no, no, to it? no. That's no, totally different. No, yeah, that's it is, different. but
3: I do feel though it's like, you know, you have to kind of keep it, for me, I have to keep a check on myself and how much joy
2: I take in that oh, really because
1: it.
3: <laughs>
2: it's not it's not healthy you know what I well, mean you like, wouldn't be
1: human if it didn't affect you a little bit there and True. I,
2: I think that's another thing that people have to realize it's not you know that's one thing if it happens because mm-hmm. it will mm-hmm. if somebody keeps yeah. doing bad business practices no doubt uh, bad friendships mm-hmm. bad relationships they're eventually you know they're gonna either be left behind or alone or something like it's not our job to to, you know it's karma's job or if you believe in God that's God's job like to ju- like, you know so Dish like sometimes the, yeah, yeah sometimes you do eventually see it and you're like thankfully I
3: yeah like I'm glad I didn't actively was like <laughs> you know like inflict revenge on someone but I've right. definitely seen some people you know incur negative consequences of their actions and having had been on like receiving end of some of their negative actions at different times like then watching them incur those consequences Mm -hmm. can sometimes be gratifying not that and i you know again like it's it's, true it's something i try not to like feed into because i don't think that that's like well-placed energy either but i also feel like there is a depending on how you view it There is a kind of healthy perspective. And you do see a lot of that in meme culture now, too. Like, I've seen memes that have literally kind of, like, encompassed that sentiment of just, like, watching someone, like, you know, incur their own negative karma or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I do feel like as long as you're not feeding into that too much, there is an element of, like, taking a better path if you allow that stuff to happen naturally and don't actively try to, like cause somebody and which is like what i think i think of revenge as more of like an action word you know what i mean whereas like letting someone like experience the like letting someone's full tape spool out or you know whatever you want to call it letting them go through all those things and and then sometimes even if it's someone that you actually care about being there at the end of that road for them hoping it's a learning experience And and getting to kind of like, and not taking joy in their pain, actually just kind of like being able to walk through that with them and, uh, you know, being there for the person at the other side of it. And maybe they do become something, you know, grow through it in a way or, you know, develop mm-hmm. emotionally in a way that they weren't before.
1: Do we have like a thirst for vengeance <clears throat> in society that's pretty, that's more apparent today than maybe it was a couple decades ago? And again, I know it's tough to, to have these comparisons because there's the pre-social media, current social media, but I can only talk about what we're seeing today. It just seems because of the caustic nature of all that's in front of us, it, it there seems to be a thirst for vengeance, for vengeance sake almost, without really flushing out is there a real, does, is, is vengeance deserved, you know?
2: Yeah, everybody wants to be a hero and I think you it, mean we can't be? <laughs> <laughs> but that Jerry might be said even. we could <laughs> 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 depends
0: on your definition mm, yeah
2: uh-huh. Fair. I think that's their way of feeling uh, heroic or righteous because mm-hmm. um, they did something about it I guess they did something that they felt was just Justice,
4: Mm -hmm.
1: inflict their own justice. Be the being the
3: bringer of justice or whatever. Yeah, is like a because I do think people, especially because of social media and because we have so much like access to each other, I think people like to be viewed in that way of being like. The person who figured something out the person who Mm -hmm. brought justice to an unjust situation or an unjust person okay um like i think people like being the person that calls somebody out that and that has a lot to do with cancel culture right now Mm -hmm. of like you know being the person that identifies the wrong that's been done and pointing to that person and kind of like directing the tide of consequence to somebody right i think there is like a definite i think and i i do think that plays into a lot of like the access that we have to people right now, yeah,
2: absolutely.
1: That cancel culture. Let's kind of let's let's bridge ourselves to there. And you know, we haven't we've personally not talked about this in the past. I think, but I think we can articulate that without really going down too much of a rabbit hole here. Cancel culture, as I understand it to be, is is to and correct me if I'm wrong. If you think it's something else, it, I, I understand it to be to examine someone's life and actions prior and look for things or reasons to call them out, embarrass, humiliate, or possibly stamp them out of relevance because of an action that may have happened um, relationships ago, decades ago, um, or,
0: you know, another, quote, unquote, another lifetime ago. That's that's an example. Sometimes it goes on for stuff that literally just happened. Yeah, okay. and I think everybody has their own ideas of well, this is what should get you canceled. This is what shouldn't get you canceled. I don't do know. Do we
1: have the right to cancel anybody? That's what I mean. You no matter
0: can't, how bad we like, we you, don't like what they do. Sure, but you <clears> really can't. It's the whole idea. You really you can't cancel someone if everybody's still interested in what they have to say and everyone wants to support them. Now you can get fired. You can mm. fire someone. You know, you can take away their profile on a certain platform, you know what I mean? So, like, you can remove someone's, like, access, you know what I mean? You remove and you can, them from a conversation. You can, you can take their platform yeah. away from them because you feel that they – I mean, I think in a lot of ways it comes down to – let's look at it, you know, business-wise. Mm-hmm. If a company looks at something and says, you know, you're not presenting us in a light that we want to be – Yep. featured in yep. that company absolutely has a right to say we don't want you to right. represent or, us anymore of course. you or know do
2: i want to be associated with sure That's now, choice.
0: i think some people are getting the impression that it's going a little too far and i will say i don't want to get caught up in specific details per se but i've noticed there have been times where i'm like really like i just found out they have a disclaimer on the muppets disney mm-hmm. put a disclaimer mm-hmm. on the muppets and, I like, to me, that's shocking. I'm like, it's fucking Muppets. You know what I mean? What the, <laughs> they're puppets. <laughs> what the fuck did they do? <laughs> like, what an <laughs> epic phrase. They're <laughs> fucking Muppets. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. Like, I try and stay open-minded and say, well, you know, maybe it's some of those episodes from the 70s. Maybe there was some dicey shit <laughs> in there. Mm-hmm. You know <laughs> what I mean? Um, and I think people even, I don't know. I think even people who are really hardcore and they're like look if you step out of line if you say one thing wrong if you don't subscribe to this ideology if you're not respecting everybody if it's not totally inclusive you don't deserve a platform you don't deserve a forum because we're trying to fight against like some of these traditional ideas that have held other people down that have um mm-hmm. you know belittled and 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 held uh, minorities back you know mm-hmm. there's this pervasive traditionalism in our culture and other cultures and it's harmful and we need to do what we can to fight against it we need to progress towards a more inclusive culture where we don't have hatred we don't have bigotry or ever... who would disagree
1: with that who yeah. a rational human would disagree with that sure. concept sure. if yeah. that's
0: all it was sure mm-hmm. right sure and i think <clears throat> i think that is the spirit of it it just comes down i think where we all start pointing fingers and disagreeing is where do you draw the line Mm -hmm. you know what i mean because just like you said i mean we live in an age where depending on how much in the public light you are even if you're just a kid we talked about i think we did we talked about this last time even if you're a kid you're 13 years old you post something stupid on social media now i'm not saying you shouldn't be accountable for your actions you know Mm -hmm. i just am really thankful that people aren't holding me accountable now for things (laughs) that i did or said 20 years ago mm-hmm. I've Me grown too. a lot since mm-hmm. then you know what I mean like I'm kind of glad that there are things that aren't out there in the public right. that people can look at and be like hey I know you <laughs>
3: you're the one that said so and so blah blah yeah, yeah. or mm-hmm.
0: you know just acted in a way that was really just inappropriate you know what I mean right. I we used to I used to drink. I used to party. Like I just, I wasn't always a real responsible. But you're
1: not alone.
0: Individual. You're sure, that's alone. what I mean. So like everybody makes mistakes, and that's what I mean. Like, if someone makes a mistake, because sometimes like there are instances where it's not like, well, someone used a racial slur. You got to go. You know, mm-hmm. and that's just the way it is. I feel like if you expose that you are someone who has, I mean, we all have certain prejudices to some extent, and that's mm-hmm. kind of where I got cut up because I'm looking at super woke culture and people who are super progressive and i'm like you probably wouldn't admit to having any prejudices whatsoever and i think realistic people understand it's been said by wise people that mm-hmm. we all have certain prejudicial prejudicial attitudes and behaviors to some extent whether we admit them or not whether well, we that's the human condition are aware it's of them. not
1: race right. driven It's it's difference driven We're, and as differences could be of any kind Yeah, None when of us you are know perfect. better <clears throat>
2: you do better and mm-hmm. sure yeah, and not to, you know, once again, not to get super specific, but, like, the whole thing that just happened with uh, Morgan Wallen. Did you guys hear about that? The country singer? Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. <clears throat> yes. And it's it's one of those things where he ended up using a racial slur. Mm-hmm. It was caught on camera. He was with his friends. Mm-hmm. Um, And we're so polarized, there's either these people that are like, cancel him, he shouldn't be this or that and then there are people that are supporting him it's just a word he didn't mean it like that he was saying it to his friend outside of his house he wasn't like out in public saying it derogatory and there's no like you always say pragmatic thing like nobody came to
1: the conclusion the
2: conclusion that there could be so much more than that he's apologized and everything and that's great but there's also a platform here where instead of dropping him canceling him and all this stuff can we educate him can we educate his followers because there's so many people there saying it's just a word it's not a big deal he is still a white person mm-hmm. saying this word mm-hmm. that is i i think people get so caught up on like i don't care if i offend you i don't care if i offend you it's not just that it's an offensive word it's an oppressive right. word oh, right. you know we're not that far right. removed from, the, from days when people of color were completed, were treated completely differently than they are even now. And sure. so, I mean, that word, even though he was saying it with his friends, he was saying it in the non uh, offense he shouldn't have been saying it. And right. he should learn that he shouldn't have been saying it. He obviously didn't know. And now he should learn that. His fans could be learning that, but he was dropped mm-hmm. from his label. Mm-hmm. Then there's other people that are like buying his albums to support him yeah. because they think it's just Which a word. Which just
1: builds the caustic nature. Yeah, of Yeah, exactly. Right? It's the very polarized, right. and it's yeah. like, right.
2: you know, just because a word means nothing to you, right. it might mean everything to somebody else, and that should matter. Mm-hmm. And he's and he's, you know, I don't I don't know the guy. I don't really like listen to his music. I do know that he's stumbled. And fallen before I think on SNL he uh, he was supposed to perform on SNL he he didn't show up when he was supposed to and then mm-hmm. there was like videos being shown to like the creators of SNL or like the producers of SNL that he was like out at a bar like making out with girls so they were like we <laughs> we don't think you're gonna show up so they got Jack White Jack ah, White came in and performed that night and he and so then Morgan Wallen apologized he came on. Mm-hmm. Uh, another time and it was like just solved and he was kind of like I'm very sorry I didn't get it. you know like he's gonna stumble and fall sometimes I mean it's very hard to navigate through uh, celebrity and all these things and and I I don't know if I really feel like from what I've heard of this guy if he's really just a total jerk I feel like he's just messing up a lot mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think he does feel I think he could learn from this his fans could learn from no, this. i think
1: but because instead, of his, I, I don't think he deserves his fame because he's stupid so i don't mind him <laughs> losing his fame i don't think he should be canceled
2: <laughs> right,
4: but it, right but if
1: his stupidity causes him to to lose and he keeps doing it then he's just stupid and maybe he doesn't deserve yeah. to be a successful musician because he, he can't handle his business i mean that that's i i I get it. I tell, yeah, you, I tell you, I get, I, I get that part two, and I, and I think it's an insidious word. It was always an insidious word. It's also an insidious word regardless of who says it. And see, that's where I'm on the fence, where if, 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 it's an, if it's a hurtful word, then nobody should say it. You know, there's there's no context in terms of who can say things in society. One can say it, one can't say it. I've had this conversation with a plethora of div- diverse people. This is just how I feel. It doesn't make any sense. You're asking society to provide special exceptions for groups of people when we're trying to fight against exceptions that cause the problem in the first place. It doesn't make sense to me that if something is insidious, and I believe it's insidious because it represents, just like the Confederate flag represents racism. in my From my viewpoint, it's a symbol. Well, we get rid of symbols that, that don't serve society anymore. We don't eliminate history, I don't think, because I don't think that's intellectually smart. Yeah. But we we don't need to use symbols or words that hurt people. We need to stop that. You know that's how I view it. It isn't. just cut and dry. We're either we're either going to move forward and do the right thing so we don't hurt people, or we're going to fight about who can use symbols and words and who can't. And and if someone does say this, all of a sudden now we're going to punish him in this way. I mean, you know, it's it's like this is madness. It's just complete madness to think that think that this guy has fans that want to by his records because it's just a word to them there could be a whole other thing going on there you know which you could, doesn't take yeah. your mind to go get there right going on and on the other side he's the worst human being walking the planet
4: right because he used no... the word
1: because he's an idiot and used the word right you know so there's got to be something in the middle
2: and he just i feel like okay if we're gonna go with you know he's a celebrity so why not use his platform the, the NAACP actually offered to educate him
4: mm-hmm.
2: on, on the history of that word and I do think it is still used by like people of color like trying to take the power back and trying to take some some things off of that word so I mean that is another thing is that was a lot of people's argument well how come some people can say it some other people can't it's kind of
1: it's kind of my argument not, not because yeah. I want to say the word I think it's a word should be abolished I just don't yeah. under, I think I think and, and it yeah. isn't a matter they get to do something that others don't get to do it's not about that I just think if you if if something is horrid then it's horrid regardless of who says it. And, and and when you continue but to they, say it, it keeps getting proliferated. When it keep, when it, it keeps getting thrown out there in music, when it gets thrown out there in movies, because someone is, is gives the green light to say it, you're, it's still in the it's it's in the social narrative. If you want to yeah. eliminate it, quit fucking saying it.
0: Yeah, and I I kind of get it from both sides.
2: Yeah, I don't think because that was a lot of the argument. Well, he said it to his friend and said, in,
0: well, it doesn't make it in better.
2: songs and culture all the time. But like I said, I think that. That's more of uh, trying to take some of the power back from that work. Because, like I said, it's a very oppressive work. If you ask me, I think that. it's scary. I don't get that. Yeah, like, but,
1: I mean... Take the power back. What do you mean by that?
0: I mean, if it's may, if if it's used to degrade and to beat somebody down and they take it and claim it and just start using it, then it kind of... But kinda, they own it. So right, they, you know right. what I mean? That was like, like Frank, when we were younger. It.
3: Like, were you going to say that? No. Okay, well, like, I remember, like, that was, like, supposedly, like, you know what like all like the you know jocks and normies not were.
0: that it's comparable in any way
3: not that it is no exactly and it's very but very, it was a derogative very, very word because we were black version. and we were
0: different you know long hair and stuff yeah. and they called us freaks like we don't fit in like you don't belong here mm-hmm. and so we started saying it like a joke mm-hmm. to each other mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. but the other part is now taking the power back has become part of popular culture and popular music and it's become really popular so now some people just want to say it and some people are saying it not because they want to use it to hurt somebody simply because it's in their favorite songs (laughs) like it's really prevalent in a lot of popular culture and Mm -hmm. and it's it's you know black entertainment and so you got maybe they're stupid white people but they're like well, I want to say the funny line from the movie. I want to say the David Chappelle line. Like, or I, I want to sing this or rap I want to lyric. Sing like, along with the song, well, or, I, well, yeah. and a yeah. rapper was asking somebody to sing along with him, and there was the word, and the white person sang the word into the microphone, and the whole crowd was just like, "What the fuck is- <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm not like, what do you do in that situation? Like, I know what the right thing is to do. You're white, don't say the word." But it's become so prevalent in popular culture. People are like, well, I like your culture. I like your music coming along with that. This word is in there when you're by yourself. Do you sing the word? Like, nobody's here. Should I rap the word? I'm not supposed to rap that word. But, like, it's it's such a good line I want to say. Like, you know what I mean? Like, is it excuse to be racist and to say the word? Like, Mm -hmm. I got away with saying the word because it's just from a movie. It's just the rap lyric.
2: But it's also, like... I think you have to take. You have to think about like I don't walk around every day in their shoes. Like I don't right. own that I get, word. I, I can't own sure. that word. Sure. So I I think that's what people have to look at more than anything. Like like Morgan Wallet, he he didn't say it like as a. He wasn't trying right. to be. uh Angry. He was saying it to his friend, but you shouldn't be saying it to your friend. You're a white mm. You don't mm. walk around as a person of color. We're well, not just not. That's just you not, don't deal that's just with not with... smart. It's right. not. It's smart.
1: But but again, the logical side of my brain, there is one in there. It, it doesn't equate to me that if something is bad, it's bad for everybody. I'm not fighting for the right to say it. I don't want to say that word yeah. ever. Yeah. I want it gone. Yeah. Because guess what? If you do. If you do try to promote a society where it's that word gets eviscerated by all, guess what? It will kind
0: of go away. Now well, you got suburban white they will go away. You got suburban white girls who are 14. Mm-hmm. They say that, they call each other that. Mm-hmm. They've seen it in movies, they've seen it and I'm not saying well, That's you know, they see it my so My entire They just point. they just automatically do it like you don't have any like Like Cassie said, you still have self awareness to understand that we're supposed to it is not appropriate for me. I've seen people on social media and they say it like
2: Yeah. Like they're just talking to someone and addressing them and I'm like,
0: You're white. Yeah. Like I get you didn't mean it like that, but like this is a public forum. Yeah. I don't think you should have said that and it's kind of becoming in certain circles it seems like it's almost i've seen people say it on social media white people to each other Mm -hmm. and it just Mm -hmm. like no one stops and no one
3: blinks and that's
0: that's the thing that's what i mean like am i being the conservative white guy who's like well if that word is a problem we should just get rid of that word you're a black entertainer you're like it's my word i'm gonna fucking say it you can't fucking say shit to me i can say it if i want to because you were like we should abolish it how do you abolish I'm not, a word?
1: I am not. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not, so I, be very clear about my position. I am not coming at this looking for the right to use sure. this word yeah, as, I understand. As, as, some kind of, as some kind of like... No, equi- like, I get you, know it. What I mean? you
0: said you wanted it gone. I understand. Well, no, no. I, right. I mean, we're not going to create a law. That's I'm, what I mean. I, you no, said we no, should abolish it. No, no, I don't no. know. I'm saying how so, do you no, fight no, no, against it, No, no, I'm saying you know I, mean? I would
1: promote the idea yeah. in society that it's an abhor- abhorrent word regardless of who says it yep. it carries a, a much more weight <laughs> if it comes from a caucasian person because sure. of what that has done yep. that stereotype has done and that word has done to to african americans historically sure. i get it i don't get it but i get it you see i just know where i can get it but it's such a horrid word i don't know why it has to still be used by anybody if someone well, has the license the to use it or not, it doesn't matter. How are we moving forward in the from same, it?
3: Here's the thing, though: in the same way that, like, you know, we have censorship and we have, you know, what what, what was the uh, not the PDA, the, whatever the governing body of who decided, like. The FFS. Well,
1: mean mean the records, the record thing.
3: I think it was like on records or whatever, but they were the ones. Gore? No,
0: it's, Frank a, it's, Zappa? An,
3: it's an
0: acronym. <laughs> no, it. it's. Uh, um, I'm whoever- I'm blanking on yeah, it too. The whoever- FCC. The
3: FCC. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, so, you know, we have a governing body that basically decides like what's no, appropriate. that's for
0: broadcasts and stuff. Yeah, but that's yeah. what I'm
3: saying. For the pl- the public forum, but now like we've talked about in the past, like public forums exist. In person and virtually and you know now due to coronavirus like it's so much more virtual and so then you've got like all these different ways of like recording someone and then spitting it out to you know the world the fact is is that like it's part of the vernacular in urban slang it's not going anywhere yeah and I don't think that I don't think there is a should or should not I mean obviously It's hard to make rules. Exactly. That that, this is the problem is that like you can't have it's it's a sound I make with my mouth. Like there is literally not no way to make a word illegal. Like you're saying, and so like you know, there's a lot of other racial slurs that carry a lot of weight to the people that have been oppressed by them. And every time someone, especially someone with clout or fame or a platform, gets caught using said you know racial slang, it does become a very big issue and it becomes a topic of conversation and. To be fair, it should. But the fact is that there's no way to eliminate that from like the human language because it just is what it is. It is.
2: And I feel yeah. like I and I, I feel like like especially like I said with somebody like Morgan Wall and this just happened. How old is he? No, like he's, he's old
0: enough to know better.
2: No, well that's the point. But the thing <laughs> is, is, just is trying to do I, a little I, comic relief. Yeah, this I,
0: is he, a heavy subject. But he is, but he is old <laughs> right. enough to but he yeah, doesn't deserve his celebrity.
3: Well, is he in his twenties though? Like is
0: uh,
2: he or
4: is
0: probably, his
3: 30s? Yeah, so, he's probably youngish. And I mean, your brain I, isn't fully, fully formed till your five.
0: So uh, uh, that doesn't but, matter.
3: I'm not saying it's an excuse. You can get a job. You can vote. I'm not saying it's an excuse. What I'm saying is that he's younger. the point is that I do think it's a teachable moment. Like yes, absolutely. And, and it could
2: teach a lot of people. That's another thing. I think people just aren't, like, you're talking about these people that you see on social media, young girls, young people that are seeing it in the entertainment industry. I've seen it in videos. I'm like, mm-hmm. and they, I know. you yeah. are
0: straight out of the suburbs. And they <laughs> you shut your mouth.
2: They're seeing, they're <laughs> only seeing that part of it because maybe they are young or maybe they were like believe me it's not like anybody taught me this growing up like Mm -hmm. you there's enough information out there that you can have empathy for somebody who lives completely differently from you Absolutely. and like I said there's we're not that far that's another thing that people don't get they think this is like something that dates so far back we're not that far removed 50 years 40 years yes there are people that live on this earth that have lived a completely different life because of that mm-hmm. word. So mm-hmm. it just does mean more. and like you said, it shouldn't it shouldn't have to be illegal. I, I, and like you said, it's not like you yeah. even want to say nobody wants to say but no, like, you can
1: you can't outlaw a word. I'm just saying I'm saying if we do not I guess I, what I'm I'm trying to say is if we care at all that there's a political system and we have leaders in society, business leaders, hopefully parents, political leaders. A narrative can be set of what is good for society and what is bad for society. When you have these folks who don't care about words or their impact or their meanings and they don't care and no one's speaking out against the fact that it's wrong, we have what we have today. A big pile of fucking confusion. I think
0: part of it and I think it needs to be said is I might not get it as far as why that word is a part of black entertainment and black culture. But just like you said, I can never get it. Hmm. Neither can I. And when a black entertainer uses it or when a black musician uses it and it resonates with other black people, it obviously does. And the fact that I don't get it is just the way it is. So for me to look at the black community and be like, we don't like this word. You guys got to stop using it, and then we'll stop using it. Like, no, no, yeah, for what—that's no. what I mean. For no, I'm not saying, that. even if I don't get that's it. Not my point. No, no, no. But that's what I mean. Like, even if I don't get it, obviously, like rappers use it. Like, it's been used in in black entertainment in and comedy. like in comedy, and that's what I mean. Like, so what, Kath, what Cassidy said. Like, it's taking the power back. I don't know, since I haven't been on the receiving end of it, I can't really understand, but obviously, like, it still resonates, and the word's not going anywhere. Yeah, and I we think... We have to come to grips with the fact that the word is there.
3: And how it's going to be used, and the fact that, of where it's appropriate, and, like, that to say that it's never appropriate, I just don't think is, like... There are things
0: that... I don't uh, want to say it. I no. will say that. Yeah, me That's either. what I mean. There are certain times when it is simply not appropriate because, yes. like, it, like, I think it's like Cassidy said, it just stands for something that is like the oppression of an entire... Mm-hmm,
2: yeah. yeah, absolutely. I, I, there's a lot of things I'll say that I'm not worried about offending somebody. I mean, I don't want to yeah. offend anybody, but, like, yeah, there, you can't totally the, like, censor Sometimes, if yourself. you want to be offended, you're going to be offended. I think you've even said that, Eric. But like, well, it's you, I think so, being offended is a choice. Right, It's you know, a real deep right. this
1: conversation and discussion to have. But that's how I feel. I think yeah. it
2: just goes so much more than that. It's not offensive. It's like it's more than it's offensive. It's repulsive,
1: like, is what it is. I mean, yeah. that word is repulsive, and that, and that word is also an attack. Yes, and, and, that, and that's it's where scary, almost. yeah, and that, whereas, But
2: they don't. I think a lot of people that don't get that and aren't educated on that. They just don't get that. They think people are offended. Well, And they don't care that people are offended because it's just a word. Okay,
0: I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, that's okay. But if racism weren't a thing anymore, maybe it wouldn't be so prevalent. Maybe there wouldn't be any power to take back from the word because the word stands for racial oppression and discrimination. So maybe if we were at a time in society where we had come further and didn't have it in our society then it wouldn't ha- be so prevalent you know so what I mean?
2: yeah so as to like what you're saying about you know it would be great if nobody said it i think we'll get there someday it's just that so much needs to change
0: that that was before. the question that i wanted to throw out because you were talking about something earlier and it kind of struck a chord with me i was like i i'm not trying to like steal the the question-making spot.
2: <laughs> Take over the Just, We are
0: four equal people on this show, but honestly.
1: I mean, it will
0: always be that way. And this is something that I really, and not even for the sake of the show, you guys aren't even here right now, I'm really interested. <laughs> do, you guys, you there? There. do you guys think we will ever, do you think the human race, mm-hmm. or do you think human beings are possible of getting to a point where we do not have racism, discrimination, you know, the whole idea that I hate you you're 100% different. but yeah. not
1: because of anything we're doing in our brain. We will, this will happen. This will happen in hundreds and hundreds maybe a thousand or 2000 years from now when the cultures we're continue to up. mix and we all are one.
0: Yeah. And we, and
1: we look the same relatively speaking, we Okay, I get what you're saying. So I think I think science will take us there. We won't it won't be some altruistic the thing about our behavior it'll be science will I take agree. us commonality Sci- mm-hmm. science will make us all common you see yeah, yeah. And, but no but the, the, the immediate answer to your question is absolutely not mm-hmm. right we are a being that has shown time and time again that we have put way too much emphasis on differences as opposed to finding the benefits of likeness and we yeah. do this at at Pace, at a pace right now that is very bad for a society. Yeah. Well,
3: and consider this though is that like everyone's experience of like what it means to like experience racism or discrimination is different. And so, like, in our culture in America in 2021, you know what I mean? Like, we're at, you know, like you said, like it's not that far removed from, you know, the time of slavery and all these things. And there are other countries that also had peoples that they, you know, took captive and utilized as slaves and there's you know classism and all these different like types apartheid was just like
0: was that the 90s they finally got
3: rid of apartheid yeah Yeah. and and so and then you look at you know i agree with you there will eventually come a time that globally like we might all be mixed up but like i mean there's entire parts of the world that are only really like one type of people because no one else moves there it right. just so happens that in america we have a lot of different we you know they call it a melting pot all that kind of stuff
1: which and makes what, the country amazing it, it is, is what but we what are. you have
3: to consider is that like there's a big difference between you know celebrating culture or trying to erase culture right. and or right. like you know tribalism or thinking that you're better or like all these different things without just kind of being able to like you said like celebrating, like or finding likenesses, but then also being like okay with the fact that like you know there's different types of Europeans that are here, and we're all like different. And they make up these stereotypes and everything, and like they're not all made up because a lot of them do hold true. No, I'm just kidding. But like <laughs>
0: do you want, white uh, stereotypes.
3: Yeah, but it, like you know, just like you know, yeah, our, we can't Irish dance people dance like to drink. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say. Like, no, I'm saying like, like Irish people like to drink. Like I don't know. I know a lot of Irish people do actually like drink. Do, <laughs> do
0: tell. Um, Italian
3: people have a bad temper. Like that's Italian people and Irish people have a bad temper. I think we've both. <laughs> I
0: think every nationality has been paid yeah. with the bad temper shit, and that really? goes back to your. What fucking that nada- French. Yeah, Dutch? The French. The French. <laughs> I don't think. I that, don't know. I think the French have been looked at for a temper. <laughs> the yeah. Yeah. That's because they're <laughs> Sweden. <and> they're neutral. <laughs> they're I'm, like the only ones. My
3: point is that, that's that the
0: you guys Swiss. are like French. Oh, that's the right. <laughs> I'm an expert.
1: Yeah, <laughs> all I do there is ski, there's drink, some, and make watches, buddy. That's all they do. in There's some
3: people out there, not passive, but I'm. J- I'm just saying that. Like, you're right.
0: I, you're right. You know,
3: I honestly Polish. I didn't. I've never known a stereotype. No, I definitely heard a Polish temper. Yeah. Is it? Okay. I don't know enough Polish. I think we're all just
0: angry, like Eric said, (laughs) which is all just out for blood, the human race is bloodthirsty and vengeful.
3: Yeah. Well, and the the point that I'm making though is that I think it's here we see, I think maybe an accelerated version of like people coming together because it's only so big of a landmass. And there are like a lot of different cultures that have kind of like overlapped. And even like in black culture, not everyone's from Africa. Some uh, some people are African-Americans, some people yeah. are from Jamaica. That's
0: been um, pointed out that, you know, the the default African-American. It's not always true. Not always correct.
3: Yeah. And then like, you know, the distinction between black people and brown people and all that. Difference.
0: Difference. We're like a stew,
1: mm-hmm. you know, and, and you, you throw all those ingredients in there and the end result is hopefully it tastes good, right? But when your ingredients don't get along in there, the result isn't good. And right now, the result's not real good.
3: Well, and but think about this, though. It's like, you know, people, different people that are raised culturally very differently. Like, you know, okay, like I'll use, like, like I said, like, my family's 50, or I'm 50% Italian. So, like, my dad's family's 100% Italian, and they're very loud. Mm-hmm. And they're very like, and I don't know that all Italians are loud, but I, most of the Italians that I've met are very like. They're gregarious they're, people, and so then you <laughs> combine that with someone that maybe I don't know, maybe like a French or Dutch person. I don't, I don't know how they are. Like, are they less loud? Everybody
1: I don't know. Fucks on the French. I don't know. What I don't, now, I don't know anyone
3: that's French. I'm just guessing. Yeah.
1: Why is that? <laughs> I don't know.
3: All I'm saying is that maybe there, if there's or English, maybe English people aren't as loud. I don't know. Just we're just, Slovenian,
2: and I think we're pretty loud. Okay. <laughs> or but, like.
3: But so find a culture that's maybe not so loud and then you like throw like half of them the with Norwegian. the louder there you go something oh, no. and you're just gonna kind of have like a culture clash uh, like Canadians. I've, I've met people that have like you know, even just like their family like okay well, don't don't you know get freaked out but my family's like you know they're really aggressive or they're really like this then you bring like your new boyfriend or girlfriend home for the first time and maybe they came from like a really soft-spoken household and they walk mm-hmm. into this like huge loud but situation but isn't that great and see looking and then hey, I, I touch it with my
0: <laughs> and then you do the Italian thing and speak with your hands and smack the microphone sorry. exactly exactly <laughs>
3: (laughs) (laughs) But it is great. But at the same time, it can also be like an upheaval is the point that I'm making. And so sometimes there's like a settling period of like integration. And I think we should be getting past that at this point. But at the same time, there's still people experience culture shock all the time.
1: America is the great experiment. I mean, think about it, you know, not, you know, like, like, i think you mentioned in prior conversation the english who lives in england well i mean there's different uh, nationalities moving in but basically they're english people who lives in france Well, you know generally the french right mm-hmm. <laughs> who lives in america oh americans well how long have americans been in populating that land oh about 300 years yeah we're the you new know? kid on the block For exactly sure. right this is and this is an experiment you know mm-hmm. and the fact that you know I, I heard something today that made me really Really, pretty proud uh, as an American I don't have these moments often unfortunately but I heard this on the radio and it was it was a a, um, a two-minute diatribe about how it's the great experiment but of all the air of all the types of government that has been tried on the you know it seems like with all of our warts our representative democracy seems to be the one that's working the best mm-hmm. because it's yielded so much capitalism it's yielded so much you know strength and might and all that Whereas like parliamentary uh, systems and all that, they all are, they all are keeping their people and pr- providing less opportunity for their people, less freedom for their people. This seems like this experiment seems to be the best, flawed and everything.
0: Yeah, I'll mm-hmm. steal from my older brother Mike. He said to me one time, he's a he's a student of history. He loves World War II and the the samurai and just anything he got interested in. He learned all about it. Right. Love you, Mike. <laughs> uh, and he looked at me. We were talking about. It, he's like he said. We're the freak, man. You know what I mean. And I actually started a uh, a rant on a bullhorn off with that quote: "Freedom is the freak of history."
3: Mm-hmm. I remember that. Um, yeah. yeah,
0: from right on way back. You look, freedom. People didn't yeah. have freedom. Like, know, man, freedom is not the people usual. had to be controlled. Mm-hmm. People were not often given the right to decide for themselves how right. they were going to live their okay. lives, and mm-hmm. it's just. It's been ruled by the few for time out of mind, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it still may be happening. It's just the skies roll well in this
1: country. Uh, yeah, I mean, free range
0: chickens theory, you know what I
4: mean? We yield more
0: fruit when we're given the illusion that we're off on our own. Seriously. <laughs> hey, I'm you know, like, having a good time. I don't care. Yeah.
3: You're like, um, don't, don't, fuck with, don't fuck with my free range. Don't mess with my illusions.
0: <laughs> my illusion of freedom You want to piss yeah. somebody off fuck around with their illusions you know what i mean like when you can and i mean it it sounds really arrogant to come off that way but when you look at someone and you can just see they're stuck in this way of thinking and you can kind of see around a corner that you feel like they can't you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and you start talking to them and trying to get them Mm -hmm. to see a little bit further people will either be really intrigued or men they will get upset (laughs) and it's usually the latter you're right
2: (laughs) well yeah they need the comfort <laughs> mm-hmm. but the
0: one thing that before we because we're moving on into newer interesting territory the one thing that i i think i wanted to put out there is just with the whole woke culture woke people do not forget that it is not the default to be inclusive accepting forgiving understanding like that's not the default you act like mm-hmm. we're all just automatically, now I do get the point people are like well no one's born racist and that is true Mm -hmm. but if you look at the way people behave and it's not a new thing, if you look at the way people behave from time out of mind like you said, Eric, we look for reasons mm-hmm. to divide us. You're different than us. We don't accept you. We don't want you around. It happened here in America. Everybody who got here in the United States, you were not welcome. Right. Mm-hmm. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Like, right. nobody was welcome here. Anytime, <clears throat> like, the, the when the Irish first started coming over, no matter who was starting to come over, the next wave, you were not welcome here. Right.
3: Like the A- <laughs> Whoever was here who did was,
0: not want you here. The
3: Asians built the railroads? Like They were just like brought, like they pretty much sure. like, is that right?
0: Yeah. And yeah. I yeah. have to be careful here because like I'm not trying to take anything away from the black experience. The black oh, yeah. experience is black people were brought here and mm-hmm. made slaves and helped build this nation right. against their will. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah. what I'm trying to point out yes, is indeed. that the default is not right. accept everybody, love everybody. Right. The mm-hmm. default is not against prejudice against discrimination like if you look at the history like if that was the default then discrimination would be an uncommon unusual thing bigotry would be an uncommon unusual thing sexism and xenophobia and Mm -hmm. all the different things like hating gay people and hating trans people Humans aren't good with diversity just in general It would be a rare thing instead Mm -hmm. of such a common thing if our default mode was to love everyone and to accept everyone Mm -hmm. and to be inclusive I don't know what it is about us but it's not necessarily just well you were raised wrong. There's something mm-hmm. about the human makeup mm-hmm. that you know uh, it just it it seems like we point. seems like we are point. predisposed to finding differences and exploiting them. Yeah, it's almost like the what is it a swan or some bird will peck the shit out of a a baby duckling? Duckling or fawnling or I don't, God, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Do you know i There's some out. bird that if a little baby duck or whatever the hell is is born with a little spot on its head, it will peck the shit out of that thing until it kills the baby. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, for whatever so reason, sad. I don't know if it's wired into us, like, mm-hmm. seek your common kill the others. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know what they, it is, but... They, that there, has
3: been speculated before, there that like, is there a, is something like, in our DNA yeah, that is like... If we're wired to protect yeah. our
0: own tribe and to mm-hmm. kill the other tribe or something, yeah. you know what I mean? Now, there, throughout history, there have been peaceful peoples, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, there have been. So the it's Dutch. not like it's impossible. The no, I'm not, <laughs> There's been tribes that were known to be like, they were just peaceful and loving, yeah. and like, they didn't run around killing yeah, each other, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But there is definitely a predisposition somewhere in the human condition that right. leads us... To end up in this trap no where doubt. we are divided and we are unfairly discriminating one million, against our fellows. One million percent. And that we tend to end up divided rather than coming together. And hey, maybe that's been exploited. I mean I think we talked about how the few rule the many, like, is that an accident? I don't mm-hmm. think that happens by accident. I
2: mm-hmm. think it's the difference between like interest and fear. And I like you said, I do think some people that are higher up might exploit that. Like, because if we see something different, we might be interested in that. It might not turn into fear mm-hmm. and we don't want that mm-hmm. unless somebody kind of spins it that way. Huh. Like, I wouldn't, you know, we might be interested in the dot on the Gosling's head.
4: Yeah. See? But if somebody awesome. tells us yeah. to
2: fear it or that it's a defect, then we right. right. might, right. you know, take it differently. Sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Bathroom so. break. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good with that. You said something that I, I don't want to let it slip how important <laughs> it was, though. <laughs> okay, no, Bathroom break. <laughs> wait, no. But she said something really important. You lose there's, it. You said there's a teachable moment, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, if yeah. it's not the default, and I don't think that it is, because automatically we'd be singing kumbaya, we'd be hand by hand, you know what I mean? Like... To admit that you have prejudices and you need help, like in this climate, in this mm-hmm. culture, is it cool to be like, "Hey, I'm just disc- I discriminate against, I have prejudicial feelings towards"? I need help. No, you don't. You need beat over the head and <laughs> exactly, right. beat you to death. And exactly, it's just the whole right. idea that we all need to pretend I don't have any prejudices against anybody. I'm, you know, I'm. Well, can't, or well, the or the
3: flip side, which they're trying to teach everyone that every white person's
2: racist, because that's the other thing they're yeah, trying. The, the, they're... the default
1: that is, we're in, yeah yeah, yeah, but- yeah that we can't help it. Yeah, no, no, I've heard that too. It, so it's,
2: I that's what I'm saying like with the whole bringing up Morgan Wallen again. I'm not going to say he was he wasn't wrong.
0: That you need to excuse that, right?
2: The kid like I said, I don't know how old he is. He looks young. He must he might be 20s, 30s. But the kid said, "I'm sorry. I that's there's no excuse to ever use okay. that word. I need to do better." So he has Can't all these him?
1: Are we not allowed to forgive anymore?
0: But then some people say you're only saying you're sorry because you got caught. I don't care what someone else says. Sure, but it's the 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 opposing viewpoint. right? No, no, I, I
1: understand. What I'm saying to you is, is the act of forgiveness really lost in society? Is it really that fucking lost? He's going to have to go down and beg forgiveness before he ever gets a shot again and then go on the tour on Oprah or go on the tour on Ellen and go on the tour to to apologize a hundred times to get back into social graces, graces so maybe he'll have a chance to be a country star again. You know what? That's insane too. It's
0: stupid. And is that it's genuine? Stupid? No. Yeah,
2: like of I course, said, I'd, who knows,
0: right? Maybe, that's what I mean. Maybe, is that maybe, the maybe litmus not? test? If you go on fucking Oprah, if you go I invalidate and, all of it, man. Like
2: a whole Michael Vick
1: thing.
0: I invalidate but it at all.
2: I do think this kid, because he's getting tons of support. I mean, his record sales have gone up like three hundred percent or something. So it's not like he. I mean, he's been dropped. Well, oh, the narrative from his... is, of course,
1: because half the country's racist.
0: That's what I mean. He, that...
2: Yeah, they just don't. Be, they believe that he didn't do anything wrong it was but this is this is a teachable moment he has plenty of people he could educate here he mm-hmm. could you know maybe not like you said like go on a but like like i said the naacp apology tour. he he definitely could use this yes. to better because like i said we no i don't think a lot of us were grew up educated in a lot of that stuff no. you, you either you know better and you do better and i think it's our responsibility and with him having a platform even his record company I mean why did it take like R. Kelly's record company years to drop him it was like until it came out mm-hmm. um, and was at the surface mm-hmm. at a place where it was bad for them they dropped him so now the record label is dropping Morgan Wallen when mm-hmm. they could say you need help And we need to use this as a, you know, because obviously people don't understand.
1: Well, I I think corporations are just running scared right now. I think that they're, I think their PR departments are the point where they don't. know. It's true, and that's because of everything. Yeah, and they don't know what the, I mean, you know, I heard the craziest thing, and we don't have to go down this road, but I just, I found it fascinating that the governor of, I'm sorry, the mayor of New York City closed the ice rinks because they were, they were funded on with charity money from a Trump organization because the city of New York is going to um, disconnect from anything related to Trump or his or his businesses, they're going to close the ice rinks in New York City. Which, again, I'm just throwing it out there. I don't have all the facts in front of me. If that is true, if that is true, there's a perfect example of, of, of wanting to squash or cancel a group of people not just one person a group of people at the expense of the public the expense of people that completely harmed for no fucking reason that doesn't
2: at all. make sense anyway mm-hmm. it just it does doesn't, sense. doesn't that make city's like it doesn't make logical like sense to me
3: underwater as it is i mean like they're they're shooting people left and right and they've got you know they're still fighting the virus like why do something else that's going to like make it harder we, for we've, them just, we've, yeah. we've taken like people probably like i skating. makes no sense
1: half the country <laughs> hates an individual so bad that that individual, because he's a successful business person in a life before his political life, they're going to do everything they can to, to cancel him and his name and his family and the business out, regardless of all the employees and the people the businesses affect. And all. They're going to cancel that out, which has nothing to do with like, his presidency or not. That's all the past. I'm talking about what happens going forward to cancel out anybody because they just want to because that person is a bad person. This some people have determined that's a bad person, we're going to cancel that out. It's just again, it's knee jerk reaction and it's just again not critical thinking. It's all just so sided in the same hatred that they accuse the man of having. It's just crazy. It's totally insane to me.
0: The culture war is a real thing.
1: There's no doubt, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, and the victim is the public. The victim will always be the public. It really will never be the intended victim. The victim will always be the, the – It's like
0: it's like a war, right? The casualties come from the crossfire, right? Well, and it starts with a certain spirit, and so it spearheads a certain movement. But if it gets to the point where – I don't know. I just think it's important to reevaluate and say, "Okay, here's the actions are we that we are taking. Are these actions making a meaningful real impact? Are we doing anything against discrimination?" Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like are we doing anything against right. systematic racism? Right. Or are we just telling everybody, "Hey, mind your fucking P's and Q's?" Mhm. You know yeah. what I mean? Is yeah. it about us Good being question. is mm-hmm. it about Good us question. is it about us being right or is it about us actually helping people about mm-hmm. us right. actually yep. doing what we yep. say we're going to do. And is it an easy thing to say? No, because some people would be like, look, if you're a closet racist, you shouldn't have a public platform. Like, you don't need to be shaping and influencing people. And mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to argue with, you know yeah. what I mean? But, but when then you, is the, you have to find the proof and all that. You get to the point, though, where it's like, okay, are we splitting hairs here? Are we looking for any opportunity? Right. And right, right. now, right. like, there's a big... A lot of people are saying, look, you're targeting people of conservative views. And come on, people of hardline conservative views have long been accused of just being racist just because you're white in America, you've got a privileged life, like you're trying Mm -hmm. to protect the status quo, Mm -hmm. like whether you're actively racist or not, you want to protect the system Mm -hmm. that oppresses minorities and puts you first. Mm -hmm. And again, I'm not saying I agree with that. But isn't that hard to argue with if if someone's a minority and they're fucking poor? Mm-hmm. Like there is a disparity between Absolutely. between what what white people have in this country and between what minorities 100%. have. 100%. But here's the real question. Fucking telling somebody, "Oh, well, you made this minor faux pas and we're going to fucking take your career away." Does that help the minority who's struggling in this country? Like maybe in a way it does. Well, we're changing the culture on the on the front line here in the public yeah. where everyone yeah. sees it. But I don't know. I think you could find a couple minorities who say, you know what, that's not saying shit for that's not doing shit for me.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think the cancel culture. If if the cancel culture is a thing, we're gonna like look at it and talk about it. We're pretending, not pretending. We are assuming it's a thing here. I don't think that serves. Anybody of all races, all colors, all genders, all sex, that doesn't serve anybody. That that philosophy of canceling people out because you don't like them Mm
4: -hmm. for
1: whatever reason. You don't like them as a person, their actions, their viewpoints, what you think they think. You're just going to cancel them out. You're going to find a reason to justify canceling them out today, 20 years ago, whatever that doesn't serve anybody you can use the guys that it's happening for social justice or it's happening to fight racism or genderism or whatever but it doesn't in the big picture that philosophy of canceling people out will not serve society and i hope is that it's a it's a thing of the last couple years to cancel culture i hope that's a thing that eventually will
0: fade away again Mm -hmm. i don't know if it will i hope it does i think we have to validate because you got a broad audience, there's going to be a lot of people listening, I think we have to validate the feelings of people who say, look, there have been people in the public eye who have said things that are simply unacceptable, and they absolutely needed to have their forum, their platform taken away from them. And I think mm. we got to validate those feelings. I don't want to get into... Sp- I don't want to trash yeah. talk and shit on someone and be like, I, I well, would, you know what Roseanne Barr I, said? I, I be- no, no, no. You know I, what I mean? No, like, I, seriously, seriously, I agree there with are, you. That's what yeah. I mean. But I like, agree with we you, need to, it's a
1: slippery slope of trying yeah. to Interestingly figure out enough, who, though, who wait, deserves wait, wait, it and who doesn't deserve it. I want deserves. to point
4: out,
3: though, that, and this, was on, this has been on Rogan a couple of times, that Roseanne Barr actually did have a traumatic brain injury. And interestingly enough, like before, she spent months in a mental hospital because she got hit by a car. I think so it was did I. A She's not special. I know. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> excusing. <laughs> but you weren't hitting
4: the I got
1: house. Time for another cookie? Yeah. You want another tea. one? We're going to open up the next.
3: Yeah, segment. my tongue's not black, black anymore. <laughs> Let
2: me see. All
3: right. Okay. Oh, that's not going to work. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I pulled a little bit of
1: hair
2: out and it was like sticking straight out. I was like, that's not good. Wait, work. did Jerry get this little guy? You want a different character? I got him already. Yeah. You did? I, no, okay. I, don't,
1: I don't even know what that is. I don't
2: know either. I don't okay. know what it is. That's how it works. What about this? This looks like a little girl. <laughs>
1: uh, here, give that to her. What else you got?
2: <laughs> Maybe a cat? I think
1: that's the same uh, what one that I had. I have this got, one. Give yeah. that Jerry.
2: It, <laughs> All right. <laughs> what about that little guy? You oh. That little oh,
1: that's dude? cool. I'll take that. All right. I'll take that.
2: All right. Hit me. Ah. Hit me. Wait All a second. Right.
1: This is the same one I had. This is the same guy I had prior. I
2: think it's the same guy too.
1: Yeah, we out. Of, we out of dudes.
2: We're out of dudes. So, so okay. there's only two different characters. Here, wait. I found the cat. I found the cat. Cats. You cool. want yeah. a cat? All right. Here. All right. Take this one. I'll give it. Here, wait.
1: All right. I oh, know, which
4: one?
2: one. Did you? Did you get the? I had. Guy? I
3: had the weird girl. I had the weird looking girl. So I gave that one to Jerry. Yeah, this is you a cat for this, sure. Okay, this dude,
2: are we on air?
1: Yeah. Of okay. <laughs> You
3: know
2: that dude? <laughs> yes. Okay. Here, what do you have? You have the little girl? I'm not
0: All sure. Right. I just smashed mine. I know. Yeah. I saw that.
2: <laughs>
1: Fred's going to be so jealous when he I sees know. this because he's like, I don't let him eat in here.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you let me bring donuts.
1: I know. But no, but I let I let Fred eat a pizza in here one time oh, when he first no, started. no. That's not and it, a good idea. It, 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 yeah, that was not, that'll never happen it again. It not have been oh And God, then he not had McDonald's idea. in the one time. And
2: right.
1: No. Just, also not a good idea. M- McRude. No. No. Oh, my God. See, this is another reason. Well, i think go. you have
2: terrible me, taste in i throat. know me and julia you were mentioned on we the got, ufo podcast i you saw, saw that, that. I,
1: got into <laughs> it. I saw that you guys you
2: were like yeah cast like some and i was like i do and then we got uh,
4: <laughs>
2: i got our friend jason to come over to the this side and uh, <laughs> i know he
3: tried it <laughs> yeah my, i think my if f- i
2: get like Two more people to convert. I think I get a toaster or something so for this getting this people lead to. <laughs> Leading to the awards.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's award worthy. If you can actually get people to like the McRib, you should get awards. That's
4: a second. We should. We
1: should probably eat them. You know it'd be great. What? When we go to film the next UFO episode, we gotta somehow get her early, before Freddie and James show up. And I'm you not, and not eating I, a McRib. McRibs. The <laughs> that would be the best. ever That uh, would be the best. I don't want to eat one either, but.
2: No, I'm not doing it. Yeah, and the best up. was Jason no. Jason never had one. So he was saying like, give it to me straight. Like, is it good or is it disgusting? No. And I was like, yes, both. <laughs> 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 but he did like it, but it <laughs> Julia was like, oh man. It's
3: not like I've never had one. I just don't want to have both. it again.
0: I, I, would, I would eat it. It could be both.
3: You would do it again? Yeah. Got <laughs> <laughs> <What> a
2: good <laughs> fortune. Yeah, all right. I have one too. My all fortune's all good.
1: All right, Cassie you start the fortune. There. <laughs>
2: it says, "Even CSI Miami would gulp at the sight of you." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I sp- feel like that could be a compliment too, right? I, <laughs> I, I
1: don't know. I saw a photo shoot that y'all did with holding like fake hearts and blood everywhere. It, was and stuff. it, was it wasn't heart.
2: fake. It wasn't was a, a fake pig heart.
3: Pig it was a what? A pig heart. Yeah. Yeah. Pigs look more like human hearts. Pig oh. hearts look more like human mm-hmm. hearts. They're
1: bigger. It freaks me out even more. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. It was real. Okay. We
3: made the blood, though. Yeah. Not with ourselves. With yeah, we kitchen didn't, ingredients. We didn't
4: create yeah. <laughs> We
0: manufactured it non biologically. <laughs> yes. Yep. All right, Jerry, you're up. I'd live. Uh, <laughs> Shit just makes me sad. We're not eating these anymore. (laughs) I'd like to give you some good news, but then I'd have to lie. (laughs) That's terrible.
3: Okay. (laughs) Mine's pretty sad, too. Today just isn't your day. (laughs) 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 Unfortunately, neither is tomorrow. (laughs)
4: That's that's great. (laughs) I All can't right. even read this. Come on, it's not bad you have no. to read mine?
1: I can't read it. I can't, see it. I can't, I can't see it. You know what The writing is a
3: little. Okay, Eric,
1: I can't see it.
3: Listen. <laughs> 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 I, mean, I don't, know I one don't
1: one even either, know, what <laughs> no, I don't know. know what it
2: says <laughs> yet. I
3: don't
1: even want to hear it.
3: You're just, not even as great as you think you are.
1: <laughs> 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 you want to <Yeah>. bet? <laughs>
0: uh, keep that. <laughs> You should Actually, add that to the show somehow.
3: Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. That needs to be like your tagline underneath.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, I'm going to use this somehow. I'm going to yeah, stick this right
2: Work here. that in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> work
0: that in <laughs> All right. All right. All right. All right. Uh, crime, uh, crime. So uh, <laughs> you need to get like a sidekick, like an announcer, someone who announces you onto the show. I do. Welcome everyone. A man who's not even as great as he thinks he is. <laughs> Piss him off, you he can't hear what he's saying about you. Back you didn't there. hear Johnny
1: Johnny Rotten. He brings me in every show. You don't. You didn't say that hello say at the very beginning. Oh, yeah, you don't hear him saying
0: hello.
2: Hello. I
1: didn't know that's who that was. I didn't
2: know who that was either. Yeah,
1: I didn't know it was who that. It sounds either. like a well-mannered <laughs> British comedian or something. Yeah. No, it's yeah. That's that's what it is. Oh wow. It's not him. I've tried. Uh-huh. Yeah, I haven't been able to get that done yet. I'm working on it. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, you should. That'd be I'm, cool. I'm trying.
1: I'm trying. I'm trying to get yeah. him on the show. Actually, I'm trying oh, to work wow. that angle too at some point coming up here. Um, that would be cool. That would be amazingly cool. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I mentioned that to people, and they're like, "Dude, I gotta be there." I'm like, "Yeah, you can come." Meanwhile, I got like 50 people <laughs> crammed in here. Set the, him on a parking he, lot. He'll, he'll be, uh, he'll, yeah, he'll be having. He will have an anxiety mm-hmm. attack. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, so, what is up with the award culture that we're in? I mean. Why does everybody want a special award? Why do people lust for awards? Why do people campaign for awards? Why do people lust after them because they just have to have them, they obsess? And why are people so devastated when they lose?
4: Because
0: <laughs> we're not even as great as we think we are.
3: <laughs> it's like it took me five for- <laughs> sentences before you
0: chimed
1: in there, but you got it. Uh- oh my god (laughs) because
0: you're not even as great as you believe you (laughs) are the fortune cookie already told you why yeah that's exactly right so what
1: is up with it and and let me throw context here so um there's always been award shows and awards for this and corporate awards and political awards and you know trophies for achievement and all that stuff um I do understand that I can give some credence to achievement-based awards. I almost can be okay. I, I, kinda, I can see that. But the awards that come because of a popularity contest win, or winning a popularity contest are even less valid in the big picture to me. I just don't understand why, as a people, we crave the external validation of others before we validate ourselves. And it's pretty apparent to me that because awards are such a big fucking deal, we have to win awards. Not winning achievement or competitive stuff, but you got to win an award. Or win a game so you can hold the trophy or get the ribbon for the race or something. Why do we
0: need that? And why are we obsessed by it? See, the second kind that you mentioned I'm cool with, direct competition in a well-defined... No, not category. <laughs> like... When you're competing against Barely
3: matched against someone of equal this, or greater I mean, challenge, whether it's or...
0: athleticism <laughs> or whether yeah. it's chess, people get chess yeah. awards. You do you know have what people mean? burn
3: more calories playing chess than they do in a lot of competitive sports? I believe that it's wow. because of the mental, Fun fact. yeah, the, the wow. mental I that. Um, like simulation that it, like right? in chess tournaments Sitting they've like there with done your head smoking. Yeah, <laughs> they've done studies and like literally people bur- like their metabolism is greater than when yeah, it's insane.
0: I totally believe that it's when it's I'm it's stressed out my desk sometimes I'm like
3: <laughs> I would
0: burn I would I, it would take less energy to go out there and work all day mm-hmm. sometimes that's true sometimes it's not
3: yeah it depends but on the day but
0: I think I'm good with awards when it's for a competition that's well defined people who know they're competing with each other and the whole point is, is to that com- an award or is that kind of like um Maybe it's not. Maybe it's a championship. Maybe I don't like awards. Mm. Yeah,
1: awards almost sound like something that was given yeah. for a
0: reason. I don't right? know. I think we're getting into semantics though, because okay. when you like, if you're talking about the uh, like Olympiads, he was awarded the gold medal in. you Yeah, know I mean? Yeah. I to, and yeah. like Olympics, a gold medal in Olympics. I feel like that's, that's some big shit. Impressive. Yeah. Like you competed yeah. with people from now, all see, over the globe. But see, you
1: used it as I'm thinking about an award as yeah. a noun, using it as a verb. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Instance, that's what I mean. So. I don't
0: mm-hmm. really refer to a gold medal or a... Uh, a medal's different. That sounds like a, a championship. Like a medal almost sounds I get like, a, it.
1: like a competitive
0: yeah. token. I think that's the difference between an award and a championship. Okay. But
3: or maybe awards and other things like how we were talking about earlier with, um, like, in business and things like that, is maybe that a way for people that aren't athletic to get the
4: experience? <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: because we talked about it. There's chess awards. Yeah. Or yeah. A chess Trophies. There's like a trophy, trophy right? Yeah. There's got to be. Um, yeah, there is. You can compete in chess and get a uh-huh. trophy.
3: Well, so, what, what makes it different, though, I guess?
2: As somebody who doesn't really excel in anything, I haven't,
0: I haven't gotten like a lot of trophies. You've had so many fortune cookies. <laughs> no.
1: you read that right off. Of Stop cookie, reading didn't those you? fortune cookies. I, just eat the
2: cookie. Don't read the fortune. I just like I didn't. I didn't just grow up getting up. trophies. I didn't like. But you can still be. I think you can still be happy for the people shit. that get them. But this.
0: <laughs> you been seriously like you hung out with Lucas too. As someone who's not yeah. good at anything. <laughs> It sounded like something George Costanza would say. Exactly.
4: Exactly. Oh
2: my no. god. That was being that was being real. It wasn't. Be, that was no. being. Realistic. That was one of the most unintentionally
0: um, funny things I think I've ever. I, heard.
2: I think what I if I've ever gotten like awards for anything, it's like you've been here the longest. <laughs> <laughs> you know things like that. You but went longevity <laughs> award the, the longevity award. You've been here twenty years. Awesome. Oh my god. Um, but interesting thing that's happened to me like just in this past month there were uh, two like elementary two different uh, instances where there was there were elementary school teachers that had talked to me about (laughs) dealing with parents which god bless (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. but they were saying that you know there's there's these kids that get like straight A's very highly intelligent kids in in you know elementary school but their parents can't accept that they're just good students they want them in the gifted program Mm. and they fight to get them in the gifted program like my child is gifted Mm -hmm. Mm. and these teachers said like it's so hard these parents don't want to accept like your kid is very smart Mm -hmm. very you know your kid is Exceptional in that, but like the gifted program is for is the above for, and beyond, and yeah, some. You, <laughs> you have a gift. Like, you yeah. can think, and I was like, What's wrong with your kid just being smart? Why do they have to be gifted? Like, why? Mm. I, you know, so I think that starts pretty early on. That says a lot, it does, I mean, it a lot,
1: but the problem,
2: yeah, like how is how is uh just doing your best mm-hmm. and being <laughs> this sounds so cheesy, but like doing your best, being yourself, how is that not uh, enough? Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Why do you have you're to be... good
0: enough, you're smart enough, and god darn it people, people like you. It's <laughs> a <Was that> Handley? <laughs> what was his name? Can we I hit that on
3: a fortune? No,
0: no, no,
1: Hand. That's, uh, Handley, his last name was Handley. It was a motivational speaker on SNL.
0: It was... Yeah, I know it was SNL. <laughs> um, you know
1: dog, we're all dog, going home and
0: dog watching dog SNL. Your good enough. I know. <laughs> I got it confused with It's Pat.
1: Yeah, that's different. Yeah. Could you imagine that movie coming out today? <laughs> oh, wow. There's a
0: lot of movies that I couldn't imagine coming out yeah. today. It's true. Oh, right? no. <laughs> oh you no. can't say that anymore. <laughs> you will get fired just for writing that screenplay. Oh. You will get fired from a job that you don't even have yet. <laughs> <laughs> and you will not win the award. Dude, that's when this
3: today's just not your day, and neither is tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> the Fortune.
1: Cookies were a good idea. I know, very so. <laughs> <Where are your> good <laughs> conversation starters. I just don't understand why we have to, we have to win something. I, I, again, again, my mind is blown because so many things about society show that we're craving individuality and we want to be special and be recognized for being special. And we, are we're really on on a, we're, we're at the top of the heap, right? We want to be there. Yet we are so quick to join a fucking team and join, you know, and capitulate our individuality to be part of a group. It's such a dichotomy to me. I don't get it. Like, I'm trying to really grasp, like, what are we? Are we groupthink or do do we crave individuality? But this thing about awards is nuts. People, you know, people lose awards and then they'll complain about it. Like, I was bypassed for this award and, and I think it's unjust. And. You'll see campaigns for people to win them, and then when they lose, there's campaigns to to talk about the injustice of it all. It's fucking crazy.
3: Well, I think it, you you bring up a good point, um, Cass. If there's like if this is literally starting elementary school, where there's like parents that are like really not okay with the fact that their kid didn't get accepted in the gifted program or that their kid didn't get you know the dance championship or all these other things it's like you know there is a culture of you know kind of pushing that idea of being the best individuality or whatever but then how do you get to be the best if you're not compared against other people? So then you have to join a team and then you have to kind of like excel in that team and mm-hmm. then be like the top of the, the heap in that team. But you need to almost like create these little groups so that you can prove that you're the best out of that group. So, you, you know, otherwise there's always going to be someone that's better than you.
0: It's yeah. good to <laughs> be good. that that is the single best most prophetic line ever Uh uttered in this room on any podcast ever wait but I wasn't finished it gets better (laughs) (laughs) it's better to be better (laughs) sort of it's good to be good but isn't it better to be the best because everybody else isn't as good as you.
4: <laughs> it's one thing yeah.
0: to be really good and to be recognized for it, uh-huh. but it's another thing to be elevated among everybody else. And, and when be, you win, whether it's implicit or implied, not only are you good, you're better than, than all these people. All these other ones. <laughs> yeah. Like we've elevated you above them all, and you're even better by comparison because they're not as good. <laughs>
2: But why I do mean, we need that? Like, why can't it just be- cause not, it
0: it's feels not. good. <laughs> cause well, it's good to Here's good. the thing is
3: that there, I think that there's like a healthy form of competition. Like-
0: Smartest sh- dumb thing I ever said. <laughs> Smartest, <laughs>
3: <smart>. <laughs> that could be a fortune. You suck.
0: <laughs> you should get like a Howard Stern button just like, you suck. <laughs> I might. That's Don't actually laugh, not I plot. might do that.
3: <laughs> but what I was thinking was like, so you're talking about competition. And like how you do like championships, Jer. You were saying that, you know. That I'm good with. Because people
0: train their whole lives. Like that is excellence.
3: Right. Whether
0: it's athletic or something else.
3: And I think that there is like a form of that in everything. (laughs) As someone that's maybe not as good. Do you know what's so funny? Is that the one thing that I got at work? Not that long ago is I finished this like mentoring program and so they gave everybody a plaque. But for whatever reason You participated. My no. plaque <laughs> didn't say anything about what it actually was. Like mine was like misprinted. <laughs> and that's the
4: point. That's my whole point. So
3: mine just said Julia Mulligan, like nutrition, it was like nutrition program and then like all the other ones said like something about the mentoring program, they all had like extra texts and mine was like, they like missed a whole spot of the text on mine, it said the date and that was, that's insulting, but it's on my desk, god damn it, because (laughs) I wanted a reminder that I did complete that thing and even though it doesn't say what I completed on there,
0: you did something
3: I did do something and I can't prove it
4: (laughs) 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 so, uh,
3: but either way, I think Excellence is what I was getting back to. <laughs> that, like, I think that it's important. Like, I think there, it's important to have kind of like parameters and like goalposts and things to like judge on. Like, of course, what is like success? Um, and success looks different for different people. And so I think that like mm-hmm. maybe originally awards. Were well intentioned in a way to kind of like show success for people in you know specific fields, specific areas, and then I think that as culture kind of developed and people did become so like we want to, we want to be inclusive, which in and of itself is a good thing, you right. know what I mean. However, right. like the whole idea of participation, participation trophies, all that kind of stuff, I think that's been pretty much like beaten to death. But I, you yeah. can. It, truthfully that is still happening like i've talked to parents that have said like yeah like that's a thing like they literally just give out these participation i money. got
0: a participation growing up
3: D- what'd you get for what
0: for playing soccer
3: because <laughs> <laughs> you played
2: because yeah. i played yeah you were on the team i was but, proud
0: of that shit too yeah i bet i don't know why
2: it felt I, good.
1: I, it I did feel it good. good
0: yeah One
3: it like, those, my plaque yeah. i wish
2: it said more
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> were did
1: you feel good, good? <laughs> and was it good I mean for <laughs> you better than me I was else?
0: happy about the trophy I don't think I was particularly good. <laughs> no, no, and I do think it sent me the wrong message. See, okay, so so I think uh, it sent me the wrong I think that's where shit started to go wrong <laughs> since we were talking earlier about the whole therapy session and, and I alluded to some issues that I've had. It all started with that oh, shit. fucking participation trophy. I asked to eat in the other room just so I could be with just so I could be in there with my trophy. I wish my dad would have been like, See what'd you do to get that trophy? Oh man. That's my trophy. I paid for you to go to soda. that's all you did was show up. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you weren't the best at anything. <laughs> not at soccer.
1: <laughs> Is there
0: a film from those soccer games?
3: I don't think so. Probably <laughs> well, not. No, yeah. Nope. That might have been pre-video that was tape. pre
0: video. There was some sort of video.
3: Pre, it would have been the every,
0: days like, when the ship huge was like, yeah, maybe like only two it would have looked like a movie producer one. was out there making a movie about soccer.
3: <laughs> oh, my God. So I had a birthday party once where we had one of those camcorders that we borrowed from someone because not everybody had them at right? this, this stage in life. Uh, and we ha- I had a talent show at my birthday party. So we Did were, you win an award? I would say we didn't make any awards for them. Unfortunately, <laughs> we didn't judge them or anything. But you could just get up and do your own talent. And I can't remember what mine was, because I probably wasn't that bad.
0: <laughs> Speaking as a group who's never been particularly good at anything, <laughs> we're going to trash on you overachievers and talk shit about your awards.
4: <laughs> Fuck
3: you.
0: <laughs> Fuck your awards. <laughs> To give somebody an award is just a big middle finger.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: They have those. I'm sure you can buy those. That's a novelty item.
2: But honestly, like, that, should, do that. Should, should that be your goal is to win an award? Or should it just be like, do your best? Like, if somebody else gets the award, are you supposed to be like completely. Devastated. Devastated by that. I mean, I can't be <clears throat> the best Julia. I can't be the best Jerry. I can't be the best Eric. Mm. I can only be probably, the best Cassidy. <laughs> you
0: could probably beat me out for the best Jerry. <laughs> I don't know. The He's the pretty, bar, the pretty mediocre. The there oh, no. <laughs> I, can't, would, I can't
2: I can't do the coffee in the SUV oh, thing. He'll, he'll have an open um, mug skills. of coffee skills, and yeah. be able yeah. to drive he's with one skills. hand. I'm Can't good at that.
0: coffee. I not even making <laughs> it, just drinking it.
2: I mean, as someone okay that, ma- that. that makes your
3: coffee... I'd say you're really good at drinking it. I'm good yeah. at that. I'll take that. I'll
0: have. Skills. I'll take that as a win. Yeah. You yeah, saw. <laughs> that's what we should put on the trophy. You saw. My you grandmother. Suck. She had a metal finger, like a statue. Of I just remember a,
3: that. I totally forgot about that. Yeah,
0: and it was like up in her window, and the back of it said, "For all my loving friends." I was like, "That's cool as shit, Grandma." Know. Know. Wait, wait. I know. I saw the. Me- yeah, I saw the metal fingers. I think that's what mm-hmm. reminded me of it. Oh Eric.
3: yeah. Oh, you we'll can change really it. Right oh, it's poseable. The there, there we go. That is cool.
0: Perfect. I say this all the time but this is the coolest room I've ever been in. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just, it just
2: got cooler. There you go. We love this yeah. room. My yeah. grandmother had
0: that in her window. Thank you. Yeah, I
2: know. I you're, was like,
4: That's you're, cool as shit. Your grandma, grandma. was very
1: cool. I'm yeah. sorry mom Ooh. when you see
0: this. My, my mom says to me yeah,
1: I really love watching I, your shows And, but we, and the show we, you had Oh my gosh and With the husband and wife And and the, and the Cassidy He goes That show was so funny I'm like Oh I'm glad Mom, says, But you really Gotta watch your language Oh, <laughs> oh god <laughs> sorry, oh, mom. Sorry, sorry mom
3: Sorry mom Not y'all
0: Just me I'm apologizing to your mom <laughs> We're, we're encur- apologizing
3: for you <laughs> To your
0: mom <laughs> Someone in, has to We're <laughs> encouraging them <laughs>
2: <laughs> You know what My parents had said When they watched it my mom had said she's like I watched it first, and then I was gonna show your dad. And she was like, "But then you guys were talking about an orgy, and I didn't know if I should." And I was like, "What orgy?" And then you were talking about a, it at screaming, the orgy. a
0: screaming orgy. Oh That's yeah, the It wasn't even a real orgy. No, no, it,
4: was it wasn't a real orgy, Dad.
2: Come on, Dad. It wasn't, it wasn't, a, wasn't
0: even a real orgy.
1: orgy. No, no. They have awards for orgies too, I'm sure.
2: <laughs> the first, I mean,
3: who's giving a, those out now that's an award worth winning <laughs> who's, who's, about to say who's giving those out
0: <laughs> you know it's not about who there's wins a, or there's loses a panel, there's a panel of judges <laughs> it's not, not about watched. who wins or loses it's about how you play the game
3: Yeah, in <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that instance that's true
0: <laughs> I think it comes down to do you like what you do are you good at what you do sometimes you <laughs> suck at what you do but if you enjoy it now right. you shouldn't get an award for sucking at what you do and no. enjoying it. Okay. Right. <laughs> right. Well if you're the orgy in yeah, right. there, right? Yeah, you're gonna
3: get booted out pretty quick. <laughs> the, pit,
0: the pity award. <laughs> it's just a trophy that said, You tried. <laughs> you showed up. Participation trophy. <laughs> I can't remember. It was some comedian he was like Participation <laughs> He was talking about like how hot his wife is and he's like, I'm just happy to be involved. <laughs> I mean, yes, I remember that. Yes.
4: I do remember that. Oh my
3: god, it's
1: great. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we were talking about
0: awards here. Uh, yeah, I don't think we came that, up with any good resolutions have won on any. that one. Yeah,
3: we've established that none of us have gotten a valid I think award. All that shit or does is
0: create a bunch of resentment. You know what I mean? Sometimes, yeah. And I think uh, but I, why? I stand by what I said. Like it's just to elevate you above everybody else. Mm-hmm. Now, if the point is a competition yeah, that's the whole point. We're going to find out who's the best. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're not doing something that entails finding out who's the best, why do you need to take one person and be like, even if you don't say in the award ceremony well, you're the best at this among this group. It's kind of implied, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Or, is it just a moment to recognize someone's achievements and their accomplishments? Like, the one thing, I don't dig on the whole like, you know, the the Emmys and the Mm -hmm. Oscars and all that other shit. Um, I think that's just a bunch of ass-kissing. But... They used to do something called the Lifetime Achievement Award. Oh,
4: yeah. Yeah. I think that's cool.
0: Here's somebody who's not currently... On all the covers and Mm -hmm. shit, you know what I mean. Like they're not hot right now, but we want to take a look at the lifetime achievement of this person and everything. Yeah, like Mm -hmm. take somebody like Betty White and be like, look at all the cool shit this person did in their life. Let's let's take a moment to do that before this person Mm -hmm. dies, so they can actually enjoy it (laughs) rather than just have a nice funeral for someone like. Uh, you know, we and always notice know, how special let her know someone we is. Appreciate her. Yeah, yeah, we always yeah. notice how special somebody is when they die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's a good example. So that there, There's an award that's given out of kindness. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Right. I like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very subjective, though. It's the only problem.
1: Well, well, okay. So let's let's put the word award over here because what we're talking about competitive events, sports or not, that you achieve and then against others, and then there's a winner or groups of winners. Yeah. I don't think what they get that trinket to show their excellence is really an award. Awards are things that are subjective, popularity contests. Uh, that may, competitions that may be derived from, I don't know, the opinions of others, of other people. But see, it's, it's like, Those it kind of like things.
3: they start that stuff like early on. Like I mean, like, what about like homecoming queen and king and all that exactly. stuff like that? Like, mm. exactly. but then, again, that's the it's epitome
0: like, of a popularity contest It is. But then, right.
3: but, then, but then think about it this way like, we're talking about like woke culture and all this kind of stuff of like. Do we really want to take that away because, like, we don't think that, like, they should have it anymore because it's too... You know, I don't, oh, I don't know. Want to take I, don't, anything. I don't take anything away. I honestly away. don't oh, no, know. No,
1: no, 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 I don't... I, I, I don't what know. I, what I'm saying is I don't... No, no, no. I would never suggest taking anything away from anybody. If someone wants to do something, God bless them. I'm just saying I find it odd that, that society appears to be dependent of this ego, this ego, uh, this lustful ego thing that seems to be so prevalent in society that we need to be, had the spotlight put on us or we need to achieve something or be better than someone else or and sometimes when we don't get it, we feel we deserve it, then we're just spiteful about it. I it's think- really shallow.
0: That's a good point. Right. Really shallow. Yeah, like
2: why can't we just be happy for the king and queen and be yeah. happy with what we have like yeah. why do we have to but here's that
0: a, there's plenty of little examples of the award it's the recognition whether you get recognized to do something mm-hmm. so and i was kind of thinking about it while you were talking like sometimes you don't get recognition for the hard work you put in or for going to get the donuts for the meeting mm-hmm. or for shoveling someone else's walk and I'm i think paid that's my
1: recognition. Sure. Amy. But I mean, like, I, I <laughs> might
0: shovel. I mean, I have not done that in a long time. I'm not going to make it sound like I'm some great guy. I think at some point in my life, I have shoveled you someone did. else's walk. You
3: did our neighbors No, <laughs> no, we don't
0: want to. No, don't.
3: Okay, don't, don't tell people. But, but, but,
0: no. the, but would <laughs> you do that because you are expecting a thank that you? That is the point. And that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, if someone recognizes you for what you've done, it's nice. Mm-hmm. Just like if someone wants to give somebody an award. Like, that's not a shitty thing. That's a nice thing. It's nice. Yeah. But... If that person has done their best every day and someone is recognizing them for, like you said, for their accomplishment, mm-hmm. it's cool. If it's a popularity contest, okay, it's stupid. It's not necessarily harmful, but yeah, it's just kind of dumb. But I think for the individual, you were talking about, like, you know, why do we all uh, say we strive for individuality, but then we clamor to be recognized for what we're doing by everyone else? Um, it's like the recognition thing. If you're doing it to, just to do it because that's what you do every day and you're just trying to be the best and you shovel someone else's walk because you want to help them out or you got Mm -hmm. the donuts for the meeting because you wanted to make sure that everybody got to stuff Because you're a nice person.
1: Because you're practicing kindness. But that's what I
0: mean. Like you said, people get upset when they don't get the award. Are you doing these nice things because you want recognition and because you want that ego gratification? Sure. of Other people thinking you're a hard worker right. and that you're a good person. And you're that describing you, most of society. That's what I mean, that. though. So, like, if you're doing what you're doing, just like I'm sure there's people who are working their asses off just to get that award, and mm-hmm. they don't enjoy what they're doing. Maybe they used to, you know. And then whether you get the award or not, once you give up on doing what you're doing for you. Or for the sake of doing it just to be recognized then whether you get that award or not I think it really becomes kind of a, a hollow victory yeah mm-hmm. it, 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 it really is about the human condition when I mean, you said think about it yeah. this is bothering me
1: It's wearing me out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Don't bring that negativity into this room. I just talked about how much I love this room. There we go. 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 Yeah, good. I like that. All right, so uh, arthritis. There you go.
2: That's how my fingers look at the end of the day. Oh God, that's That's painful. That's making me cringe a little.
1: Wait, wait, wait. there you go. Where, Where
3: the heck did you get that? IKEA. Are you serious? Uh, yeah. The night, the they night always, I put the studio nice. together. They it's have just, a bunch I, of those, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. i have to make a trip there for okay. Can you make it do the
0: Spock thing? It doesn't bend that way, huh? Uh, mm. I can make this do a lot of gestures. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: my. Uh, yeah, wait, oh wait, uh, what's the Spock thing?
0: I can do it with my oh, left no, hand. I, don't think I can I do I it I do with it one doesn't, hand, doesn't I can't do it. It doesn't, with doesn't go my sideways, yeah. no, it just. I can't. You know what's so weird? I can do that with my left hand. Me too. I but cannot do it with my right either. to save my life. Nerves are weird. Mm. I know.
2: I was gonna give you guys
0: an award, but if you can only do it with one <laughs> it hand. <laughs> wait, 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 I got it. I got
2: it. I can't I got it. Ju- I can't justify giving <sighs> wait, oh. I Okay, it. Julia's doing it. I though. got it.
3: <laughs> it was really hard.
1: That was so hard.
2: Yours
3: was so easy. Oh. How'd you do it like that?
2: Alright. I yeah. can't I do know. it with either hand. Are you serious? Yeah. You can't do it at all. Can you roll your tongue? No? Some people can't. I can do it. You guys didn't believe me. I
0: said I
1: can't do <laughs> anything. <laughs> You're not getting the award. Well, I'm We not. just had to prove it. Yeah. <laughs> it's
3: good. She's oh, sitting man. there all, all like... <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: true. Are you, have you ever encountered a person who was really upset that they didn't win a particular award, whatever that award might have been, and they actually, like... It bothered them to the point where, you know, it became a thing in their consciousness for a while. And you heard about it as their friend, you know, and it it was and it's happened to me on multiple occasions. People that Mm -hmm. should have won things. I mean, like the easiest one would be elections, right? If you know someone who had an election or ran for local council or something and lost because elections are a popularity contest. Right. So you're Mm -hmm. trying to win competitively, but then they lose and they just can't fucking take it, you know. It's like it, it's just a, that that whole. I love competition. I love the ba- biggest baseball fan in the world. I love sports. You know, in general, so I, I get it. But man, I don't care about being recognized by anybody for anything that I do. You know, like okay. I want to get paid for the work I put into my career. I want to have fun doing this. It's like. People were saying, "Well, you know, what's what's your reach on your show? Do you monitor the likes or the the comments?" No, I just don't because I don't have any. Expectations. If this was a monetary thing, I would just try to figure all that out. But, sure. You know, I don't, I don't really, I'm having fun. And You're not coming at it from a business angle. No, I, but that's, I think that's symptomatic of my life. I want, if it's a business circumstance, I want paid the money and being the freedom and being doing what I want to do. That's the reward. Sure. Not because the guy down the street. When my clients tell me I do a great job, it means a lot. It's personal to me. But I don't need them to write a letter and hang it on the wall. I don't need to get a plaque. I don't need my broker give me a plaque for based on anything. I, I'm okay. Like that's not important to me. So am I just weird?
0: Or is, or is there more people like me out there that just don't give a shit? No, there's plenty of people who don't. Yeah. But, I mean, <clears throat> some people do crave validation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just a quick... And, I mean... Come on, it feels good. Yeah. And somebody's like, say, you like, know what? I, I don't dislike I see it. the way you do your mm-hmm. thing over there, and I think you're really good at what you do. Like, that's again, that's kindness, not like though. that? I got, I got anxiety rec- though. Some people yeah. can't handle compliments. No, we were just sucks. talking about that. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I, what a miserable thing.
3: Oh, uh, you know what? And I hate when I give someone a compliment that doesn't take it well, and I'm just like, okay, I forget I said anything. I take it back. Uh huh. But no, I got I recognized take my in, our, um, back. in our meeting this morning because I worked by myself over the weekend, and I was like. You did a like, fine
1: job too. I'm just going to let you know that
3: I did actually. <laughs> I, I yeah, you know, I did. But um, I believe it.
1: <laughs> I believe it.
3: But like you know, you hear your name. They're like, and Julia, was, she, she said she stepped up and she said that she was okay working. And I was just like, I did step up, didn't I? Yeah,
0: not just validation, but mm-hmm. attention. Yeah. I used to really, crave attention, which is not something that I like to admit. Lead singer yeah.
3: syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, front
0: I, man. I think I I'm think we all have that. I've There's had a whole podcast called cer- that. Cer- certainly. I'm teasing. No, I know. I was <laughs> that was comical. I wasn't sitting like, oh God, shut up. I, I do
2: I do think I really being, attention. being <laughs> really genuine here. I think just being in uh you know, like being a uh, fan of the local music scene, I do think the two of you have done a lot for the local music scene that you guys don't get a lot of credit for and you continue to do it even though you're not getting maybe Mm -hmm. the... You know, we're not oh. doing
3: much right now. <laughs> <laughs> not right
2: now. We're slackers.
0: <laughs> point <the> that out. <laughs> out. <laughs> People shout us. But you know,
3: we do. We we get some.
2: We get some recognition. People it's, shout it's, us. It's appreciated. Yeah.
1: But you don't do it for that. See. That's what I, Yeah. Involved, that's what I was about right? to say.
2: I don't yeah. feel like uh, it's necessarily like you guys do it, so you can get that. And maybe that's no. why it's more authentic. And maybe it's been more of a. Successful scene that way. Well,
0: and that's what I was alluding to earlier. You know, if you get to the point where you're doing it for the validation and the recognition, I think it's a hollow victory. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I've been in that spot where you're just doing something for attention, where you're just. Do- I mean, come on, we were all teenagers who didn't want to be cool. Yeah. I wanted yeah. to be cool. I wanted I people to think I was cool. Me too. You know, I wanted mm-hmm. to be cool. Who yeah. doesn't want to be cool? Some people really don't want to be cool. I'm like, I always wanted to be cool. I know. I would see my <laughs> favorite actor, like. Like Mel Gibson and Lethal Weapon. I'm like, he's fucking cool. I want to be cool like that. (laughs) And then, uh, I don't know. I started acting cool and I was like, man, I'm a real dickhead now. (laughs) 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 I don't feel cool anymore because i realized that I'm just doing this for other people's validation. Mm. It's just not genuine. You know? And it, I think, you know, we talk about people who are celebrities and who end up, everybody thinks they're so happy. Like, and then they end up committing suicide or Mm -hmm. I don't know you just find out somehow that people are miserable like it's not just like I think you touched on something bigger it's not just about well this person got an award for doing whatever it is they do look at we talked about on the last podcast social media and it's just people with this lifestyle obsession Mm -hmm. where we want everyone to look at us and think we got it together like however we want to be perceived and it's a psychological thing we want to be perceived in this light and I mean Yeah, I want people to think I'm a good guy, you know, but I'm not going to go out of my way to convince somebody who doesn't think I'm a good guy that I'm a good guy. Because if I have to sit here and tell you what a good guy I am, chances are I'm Mm. getting ready to try and sell you some shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I've got something over here that I want you to buy or that I'm trying to con you. Like anybody who screams so loud that I'm a good person, I'm this, I'm that, it's like, yeah, don't tell me, show me. Well, they don't believe it themselves. Sure. Sure. Absolutely, yeah. and I think that's where the validation they're, comes they're in. They're
1: trying to convince themselves. Yeah,
0: you're, people are overcompensating for insecurities. If other people believe it, then I can believe it. But it it doesn't really work in my experience. You know, what I mean, as many people who thought I was a good person when I was doing things just to kind of fill a hole in my life, and to kind of whoa, we lost power. What happened? Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, yeah, that happens sometimes. I did not do it. That's all right. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm freaked out now. That's the power, power grid out. in Texas. Uh, oh, yeah, we, we lost all the all the bulbs. I don't know. I think it's a... Uh, I don't know. There's a... Uh,
0: Maybe
1: I did do it. That's
0: right. Don't worry about it. We're good. But it never worked.
1: Next next, next, piss break, will fix it. Yeah, it never worked
0: <laughs> for me. You know what I mean? When I was chasing something... To be seen in some way through other people's eyes. I, I wanted I had this vision of myself and I wanted to convince other people of it. I wanted to project that out there because I thought in my head that would make it real. Right. But it didn't. You know, what I mean I wasn't that person. People even if they really thought I was that person, I really wasn't that person. I was really insecure and, and in some ways I was really shallow because yeah. I was just trying to get the validation of other people and then when that doesn't work Well, now I still want attention, but it's negative attention. Mm -hmm. Now I just want to be what, I don't know, the worst thing that everyone thinks I might be because I tried it one way and that didn't work. Yeah. And so now I'm doing it the other way and now I got my middle finger up because I finally got what I thought I wanted and it didn't make me feel any better and now I'm pissed off. That's the human condition, isn't it? I mean, I think in a lot of ways, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because when you... Chased after something your whole life, and then you—they say hell is when all your dream all your wishes—not your dreams—when your wishes come true.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. be careful what you wish for. True,
3: I've heard that <laughs> said like about like celebrityism or celebrity, celebrity dumb. What is what do they call it? Celebrity dumb. Is that the word?
0: Celebrity uh, Dumb. 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 Dum, 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 dum.
3: But anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I learned so much on this show. I, I've just heard
3: that it's very. I forget lo- things
1: I learned on this show. <laughs> yeah right. I've heard it's
3: very lonely and it's very. Boring, At the top, it is. Actually, it is. And come then, like- on up,
1: I have room. <laughs> <laughs> where the air is crisp. <laughs>
3: yeah. What was that problem movie? Was that from? Girl Next Door? Oh gosh, yeah. Oh my God, it was a good
1: movie.
0: It was.
3: Mm-hmm. It was a really good movie. Mm-hmm. So
1: where are we going with that?
3: Oh, just that like <laughs> anyway, celebrity Nom, num, num,
1: <laughs>
0: num, num.
3: <laughs> <laughs> just that it's it's actually it can actually be really boring and lonely yeah. um because it's isolating, you no know normal. what I mean, like you don't have the freedom to just like go about your life, and especially for some people that spent all that like a big part of their life's journey was getting there, right, you know what I mean, like right, it's it's such a right. struggle because it's it happens to so few people, and mm-hmm. so like you know, by comparison, I, mean, I think we we think now. About like what is a real celebrity, and now we've got this whole different class of celebrities that are like you know social media celebrities, which is basically what the younger kids are like gravitating towards them. now. Which,
1: yeah. well, because they think it's attainable because those folks became celebrities and they were nobodies
0: ahead of time. Yeah, yeah there's no gatekeeper so there, and they're exactly. not relying you just have to be on like, exactly right. yeah, yeah, you just have to catch on. You got to go viral.
3: They're not relying on like network television or you know just all like so
2: all
1: no be... gatekeeper
0: mm-hmm. right exactly um, right.
2: like Neil Armstrong how he became an alcoholic, because how do you...
1: Top going to the moon? Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah.
2: At yeah. Like, you do... You do the thing that like you've spent yeah. all your time thinking about
3: doing.
1: Or he and was then, hiding a secret, and he was just tearing him up inside that he can't reveal because he saw the aliens on the ridge.
3: Or he never even went to the moon. We don't know. <laughs> or he did. never went there. <laughs> Team <laughs> C. <laughs> he <laughs> got to
0: represent Team C at least once on this podcast. I know. It
1: it
2: could be a multitude of things. It could. Yeah, be. we don't know. Yeah, yeah, we don't know. Yeah, but good point
1: though. Like, what does he? Come, what What do you do next?
2: Yeah, and you what know? if you get there and it's not what you imagine thought. being on a date?
1: You know, like, what do you do from? Well, I went to the moon. I mean, you know, so if she gets tired of that and bored with that. What can, he, what can he possibly what you possibly say that's going to Oh, talk wow, this right was right an right. episode
0: of freaking uh, uh, Big Bang Theory where one of them went up in space and he couldn't stop talking about it. Oh, yeah. and all his friends got He brought it up in yeah. every conversation. He didn't do much. He was just up there. He was just there. He was yeah. a scientist supporting yeah. it But every time he was in a conversation with anybody, he would talk mm-hmm. about how he went to space. And he was all about the validation. And he's just out of touch. Yeah, and he everybody. Could not not. He, finally, his girlfriend was like, "Shut up about space. We get it. You went there." And he was talking about like, "I did this really special thing." And I don't know. I guess everyone wants to do something special with their lives, you know. Yeah. But then, but
3: then once you do that thing, it's like, what then comes
2: next?
0: Yeah, but like the other thing is, a lot of people never get to do whatever that thing is. That's true, right?
2: Or what if you get there and it's just not as grand as you? I thought it anything. was, yeah. yeah. So, well, and I think and, you're seeing
3: that in a lot of, and this is a big part of the the human condition of, like, what's happening now. Because there is this lifestyle obsession, so everyone's kind of like, you know, you get the house and the family, you have the designer wedding, and then you have the kids, and then you name them some crazy thing, and then you freaking Apple. decorate, you know, all this stuff, and, like, you know, and then and you get the designer sheets, and the fucking whatever, you know, all this other stuff, and then people keep trying. High thread count. High thread count, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, I, know I know how you feel about the sheets. Okay, We about <laughs> that's an
1: important thing.
3: <laughs> We've gotten out of bed in the middle of the night and changed sheets. <laughs> they were itchy. It's an important
1: Can thing, man. Do you sleep with itchy sheets? No.
3: <laughs>
1: no, And I don't Case want any cotton sheets to feel like satin. If it feels like a satin thing, I'm just, gonna just slide right out of bed. <laughs> I know. Jerry, Jerry <laughs> had
3: satin sheets when I met him in high Whoa. school. Whoa. He totally did. Whoa. He had Here black satin sheets on his bed in nice. high school. <laughs>
1: They would stain too easy, right? <laughs> you wash them. <laughs> oh yeah, you wash them. <laughs> He said. Whatever. Yeah, somehow we got off the award thing. Depending on the sheets, the black sheets. We, we got
0: off the award on the She's just putting Maybe. it all out there.
4: Maybe this guy yeah.
0: had blacks. <laughs> and immediately, he won an award with I'm gonna me. I'm going to get phone Listen. calls <laughs> after this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: hey you know you know billy Billy squire (laughs)
1: billy squire had a great career going until he made a rock video with red satin seats and he was bouncing around on that and it just buried him that's how his career ended billy squire
3: so this is future advice don't go back billy squire
1: had a song called stroke me it was a big and he had this album (laughs) (laughs) don't laugh don't laugh but then he had yeah then he had uh that song rock me tonight which was a hit and he did a video for it in 84 and he was like jumping around on his bed with satin <laughs> sheets and like in and groaning and all this stuff and then done. Oh
3: wow! <laughs> One cross the line
1: and done. So satin sheets can you know?
3: It's very controversial. I'm sorry some, I brought it, it up. Could do some
0: damage on you there, brother. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. I have got a reputation <laughs> <terrible> here. <Yeah. laughs> can you
3: edit that out? Man, I hope they
0: got. It. Imagine these blue. No. Imagine a blue collar guys I wear would be like satin sheets, huh? <laughs>
3: 16. Did you cool. win an award
0: for those satin sheets? Uh, she's sitting there. Oh! <laughs> okay,
1: was that a popularity contest or an achievement? Ask her. A
3: little bit of both.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my. It was yes. just like the spider's web, you know. I caught the fly. I was like, I don't need these sheets anymore. <laughs> right, okay.
3: That was as just like science goes too because that's like color just like a reflection on the back of your brain from like the rods and cones in your eyes basically like
1: Rob, my, 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 my rods and cones are all messed up, Jerry. <laughs> it's the like Kramer. A friend of
0: ours used to say that. My rods and cones are all messed up, friend Jerry. Who used to do <laughs> serious drugs with. <laughs> Hardcore drugs with. My rods and cones are all messed up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. My rods and cones. <laughs> and they were, too. <laughs> and my they were, too. My rods and cones are all messed up. <laughs> he said, then they were, too. <laughs> okay. In your
1: quiet moments alone. (laughs) I tried to get that out straight face. I knew I wasn't going to be able to do that. In your quiet moments alone. (laughs) As you lay in quiet desperation. (laughs) Oh, wow. No, you can pull the desperation part out. In your quiet moments, do you reflect ever on eras of your life, time in your life, Before the internet, so I'm talking pre-96 ish You ever think back not just events in your life, but on the context of Wow, what did I do when I didn't have the instant answer to everything at my fingertips? Or I didn't have social media or I wasn't able to reach out and connect with my friends and family anytime Mm -hmm. I want to What was life like back then and of course? back then you had nothing to compare it to you didn't know what was coming right Mm -hmm. so it's kind of hard to equate what was better or worse but you know do you ponder back what it was like to live in a world pre-internet do you ever think about
0: that i don't know if i think of it in those terms you've never thought about like that uh i mean i'm sure yeah i mean we've i think we talked about it at some Vaguely, point. Vaguely, yeah. But when I reflect on times in my life before the internet, I don't think I think about them in those terms. Okay. But it's a good question because I think cerebrally we all recognize what an important shift that was. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. the the dawn of the internet and everyone being connected and stuff. Because suddenly you could talk to somebody. Now we really don't think about the fact that, hey, last week I had a conversation with someone like in Indonesia or something right. you know I mean you yeah. trying to steal my credit card number <laughs> well uh, sometimes you get the random Facebook call and you're just like uh oh <laughs> trying to sell me a car warranty think about it like I never had oh, conversations God. with people in another country before yeah. you know yeah. I mean like yeah, when I was younger and now like seven year old kids they can talk to somebody in another country but here's the thing I don't know that much more about other people's cultures (laughs) Uh -uh. than I did back then. Maybe it's an age Uh thing, but I don't think Uh we're using the internet to really learn a whole lot. Now, if it's very directed, like, well, I need to know an answer to this, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I need to know how to put up shelf paper, Mm -hmm. so I'm going to watch a tutorial, but like, I don't know what life is like day to day in Thailand. Mm
3: -mm. Yeah.
0: And I could watch something on the internet or talk to somebody on the internet that would give me an idea for what someone else's life in a totally different part of the world is like, do you guys do that? Do you know what it's like for life?
3: Well, I've definitely heard of people talking about that. Like, that's like something I've heard. I've, I've listened to podcasts where people talk about the fact <laughs> that, they, that that is something that they use the internet for. I myself am not using the internet for that. Right. Um, so and I, I, I don't even...
2: done. Yeah, I don't even think some of the, like you said, some of the other places, they don't use the internet that way. So we might not be able to learn. They're a little bit more private with the information they put out there is Mm. a nice way to put it. And Mm -hmm. I think so we might not even be connected to them that way. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely... like we were kind of the last generation to not have the internet.
0: Right. To know, or to remember what it's like before there was internet.
2: Depending on like what your
3: experience was like for, you know, like we were joking earlier about how we didn't have a phone whenever Jerry and I first lived together. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And that was, you know. Cell phone
0: or landline. No,
3: neither. Uh, And just because we were more interested in a different kind of lifestyle. Um, That being the case, I had a computer when I was like, my first computer, I think I was like 14-ish around Mm -hmm. that when I first got my... But but then when I was 19, 20, 21, 22, I don't think I had one during that time of my life, which was when a lot of people in my age group Mm -hmm. would have been getting a myspace page yeah we totally missed um, out on myspace just because we didn't have a phone or computer (laughs) during that time um and so like i think it depends on i think we were able to kind of skirt some of that experience just because of our lifestyle and i think a lot of people in our demographic had that experience also that like if you were someone that like sort of took to the internet and took to computers there are people that are 10 years older than me my cousin just was super fascinated with um computers as soon as they were available and so he is more savvy than me and he's like 13 years older than Mm -hmm. i am Mm -hmm. um just because he took to it and really was interested in it um but uh, like i do reflect on a time when we weren't as available to each other right um like with technology and sometimes i try to create that space in my life Because I don't want to be available to someone all the Mm -hmm. time. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be not someone in particular, just anybody. Like, I just like the idea of, like, the times that I kind of get lost in something that I'm doing, whether it's, like, something in the house or, like, at work or exercising or just whatever, that I can't be at my phone. Like, I really try to, like, enjoy those times. and then it enjoys the time i I enjoy the time i spend on my phone more if i have those spaces where i'm not just like mindlessly
2: looking at it throughout the day just because i can and it's amazing how when you're not available how people expect you to be available how it's perceived yeah yeah yeah. like when i'm in my car my i put my phone away i don't want to text while i'm driving or anything like that and it's just too tempting i know i would do it Mm -hmm. if it was right there and you know like how long does it take me to get anywhere like half hour at most Mm -hmm. and there there's times people will be so upset like i haven't heard from you like what the, and it's just because we're so used to that instant Mm -hmm. yeah and um i don't know like even when like all the internet it started off so slow for us like our generation like i remember getting on like aol and getting on chat you rooms. you got
1: mail mm-hmm. yeah
2: <laughs> and getting on chat rooms but i did it with like friends i right. had or like yeah me and my brother would yeah. like talk to people so it was it was already like a social thing it wasn't like i was getting on there by myself and making friends right somewhere else or you know that type of thing but it yeah it's definitely weird now how instantaneous people feel that it has to be where i think like you said you kind of just try to create boundaries with that like Mm -hmm. i don't need to be available all the Mm -hmm. time just because i can be my free time isn't always my availability right you know
1: it's healthy to keep a a distance and my biggest failure as a, a guy, my age doing what I do for a living in a realtor is I've created a bad expectation with my clients because I've created a bad expectation with the people in my life that I'm always available and I will get back to you immediately. I mean, and, and that's a fault that I have. I want to provide good service and be a good friend and good, you know, husband and, and family member. So I create that illusion that I'm always available. I don't manage it well. You know, and that's a problem. And it's a problem because I can't get away and I've created the problem, you know, and now I have to find ways of managing that. And it's tough. It's really tough. You, you create a level of expectation and it's, it's a self inflicted wound. So, social media and texting, the proliferation of texting, which I went to kicking and screaming about 10 years ago,
4: <laughs>
1: and the, in the career that I'm in, the texting that immediacy is not healthy. I don't believe the texting culture is healthy, period. I think we take it for granted. It's part of our phone. We text, we text, we text. We instant message, or we use Facebook Messenger or WhatsApp or whatever. But the art of texting is too damn immediate, especially when there's read notifications and all that stuff mm-hmm. that you know the other person knows you've seen it. That's not healthy. I don't think it's healthy. It, it cuts into our privacy as a human being. And while generation... After you, folks that are younger than you don't know the pre-privacy that we had. They only know this world. You know, I don't know if it's good or bad, but I I feel bad for them in a way that they don't know what it's really like to 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 manage that privacy, that time, to create that space, to not let people know. Because you know, kids are nuts. I see my mm-hmm. kids texting. You know, they, they they're having these long-winded conversations via text, and I would imagine their phones going off. You know, from from seven a.m. all the way to three in the morning. It's just that's just the way they live. That immediacy, and I know I struggle with the, the level I have. It's I don't think tell me.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: I watched this. or I was listening to a podcast and it was talking about task switching, um, and that's one of the things that like our uh, like texting culture creates is that <clears throat> you're constantly multitasking in a way because you kind yes. of you know you're doing what you're doing in front of you. And then you have multiple conversations, whether they're work conversations or private conversations. You're
1: um
3: And you know, say say about what you will. In certain ways, I think you can manage it in a way that it can be healthy and enriching, and also um, you know help your productivity. But there's a lot of studies that have been shown that show that it's really not good for our brains' productivity in the sense that, like, when you're constantly switching from like one focal point of your attention to the next, it actually like interrupts. It's a constant. Like you, you don't get to like develop these like neural pathways that create kind of like a more of a flow state of productivity Mm -hmm. if you're constantly being distracted. Um, and I I believe that. And so, like, certain people are like, it's it's becoming kind of like an in vogue thing to like, um, basically tell the people in your life that like, you know, if you that I'm not always going to be available, and basically, you know, like, if you really really need me, you can call me. You know, that kind of stuff. But it's like don't expect constant responses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think that it's hard. I've, it, I've had to do that. Yeah, it's hard. To. It's hard for, because a lot of people don't just don't get it, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. I think it's becoming more acceptable because I think people are realizing that like, you just don't, uh, just because I'm, I'm able to look at my phone and respond doesn't mean that, that, that it's the best
2: time for me to do that, it doesn't mean yeah. it's the, you know what I mean, yeah. so. Uh, and yeah. coming from the other side of it too, I think when we text people, When we text our realtor Mm -hmm. when we email somebody we have to understand that they're going to answer us on their time they Mm -hmm. also are a human being with i mean you don't know what's going on on the other side of that phone or the computer and i don't you know even uh facebook messenger and facebook business where if you have a business on Facebook it says like typically replies within mm-hmm. a day or whatever. It's so destructive. I, yeah, that they and tag you label you.
1: They, because if right. you don't get back fast enough, they say, well, you know. And they yeah. tell you in Facebook business that you're not responding fast enough.
2: Right. In yeah. the brick and mortar business, I mean you have hours. Right. Mm-hmm. So I I think sometimes that's a little a little much. My like you said, with you like <laughs> coming to it kicking and screaming, my dad is still trying so hard he doesn't want to learn to text he doesn't Mm -hmm. want to do any of that stuff and my my mom they wanted to sign up for um getting the covid vaccine Mm -hmm. so they have like one email that they've like shared for like 20 years i don't (laughs) even know if my dad knows the like any of it so she had to make them two new separate emails because she was trying to sign them both up for alerts and like he was kind of just like i don't want to deal with it you do it so she made them two separate emails and she finally got him to work and she was trying to like email each other like email hers and his so that way she could see if they were set up and working and so then she just started you know, my mom's a character, so she just started like emailing herself from my dad's email, like "You're the best wife, and you're so beautiful," and it's so cute. <laughs> so then, like, she would tell him all the time, like, "That was such a sweet email you sent me last night." Oh and he God. just he just goes along with it. He's like, "I meant every word of it, whatever it said." That is really but sweet, actually. <laughs> it's their, they need their own show. So then, um, I think. How we uh, how he actually ended up getting a smartphone is because uh, he che- he loved checking the weather all the time. So you would like you know he'd <laughs> That's have so to. Funny. And I remember growing it's up such a dad <laughs> thing, such a dad thing. And you know like growing up, I I always say it's so funny too what? because it like, tells the weather. <laughs> Do you know what's funny is as I get older, I find that I am
4: checking the yes, weather a lot I was more like, frequently.
2: People always say you turn out like your parents, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm doing shit my dad did that I was like, why did he do that I now i go, know
1: why okay, he does it I, I go in there and I'm watching the weather channel like what are yeah, you doing they're yeah. sitting there in the room together and they're watching the weather channel i'm like
2: <laughs> well growing up like yeah. it wasn't like it is now you had one tv yeah. you had one car you had mm-hmm. one bathroom that's life like was what, simpler right that's what our family had so i yep. remember my dad coming in and be like can i please change the channel i gotta check the weather because it's coming on right now so he never wanted a smartphone, and he fought it and fought it and fought it. And then some guy at his work had a smartphone and could check the weather on his phone. And he was like, oh, wait a, a minute. He's Game like, changer. But he still, I mean, he he will... he doesn't want to learn to text. And if somebody mm. texts him, he's like, "I'm not reading it. I don't. I'm not texting you." <laughs> I back. don't
0: care. This thing's for weather. That's yes, it. It's this for is the
2: weather. weather meter. He has this phone that can do amazing <laughs> things, don't and not only follow my weather teller. He only turns on if he wants to know if it's gonna rain tomorrow. And <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I don't think he's ever used any of the
0: emails. I think my mom right, <laughs> right. handles that. I but. love how we're laughing because he uses it for some practical. <laughs> <laughs> That's so ridiculous. <laughs> it's
1: true. The email thing, you see, okay, uh, the company I was working for in the mid-90s was called PageNet, and they contracted to bring, we sold pagers, but we contracted with this company called BlackBerry to bring a device that you actually could email on from your waist, and I thought it was the greatest thing in the world. And at that time, I started this side business at home selling guitars on the interwebs
4: <laughs> on eBay.
1: And so I was like doing my guitar business and my business business with this device that did emails. So I, you know, and I was ahead of the curve with, for my age group. My age group was kind of like, didn't want to, didn't care about that shit. But I had a reason to be on the web with the business. Mm-hmm. The point was email was my thing, but it never, while it was on my waist, I never felt compelled to have an email conversation, mm-hmm. you see. And there was T9 texting with the phones that, you know, you had to hit the button, like mm-hmm. you hit a one three times yep, to put an yep, A yep. or whatever. So I didn't want to be bothered with that. And it wasn't until I got divorced a second time and I had to go into the dating world in like 2009 and 10 that I realized that this texting thing is like a real fucking thing. And I realized it because women were like one of my cell number and I thought they were going to call me or we we're going to have phone conversations, but they wanted to text. I fucking hated it. And I just yeah. didn't want any parts of it because to me it was just like a pain in my ass. And I had a smartphone. It was a pain in my ass. And then becoming a realtor years later, I realized this is the preferred method of communication for just about everything now. So I, I, I was with it. But that email thing was great because you could send an email with no expectation you would hear back from someone yeah. for at least a couple hours, right? Mm-hmm. That that was healthy. Texting now is not healthy. I, I have right now probably thirty different people in thirty different conversation threads in my on my phone that I'm in that are in play texting, clients, appraisers, um, you know, brokers in all relative and smart things that I have to be involved with but there's too much immediacy to all of that when they really don't have to be that immediate Mm -hmm. does that make any sense Mm -hmm. and it's Mm -hmm. it's driving me mentally insane do
3: you know what Eric though and I will say like as someone who's just like got through dealing with like a lot of that kind of stuff I dealt with most of the stuff with our real estate agent and everything through email and I do have like my real estate agents phone number and we mm-hmm. would text briefly about specific things mm-hmm. but like a good portion of like what I did and I didn't see it as any slight I'm just talking about from a right. consumer standpoint right. just so right. maybe for for in the future if you want to set some boundaries well no I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 well, I'm the
1: one screwing it up I, I, I absolutely I've I've created two two um I've created immediate expectation
3: right or mm-hmm. an
1: expectation of immediacy with my clients I've done that well in business i will say
3: like and in in any kind of business even like even when i you know we were setting up shows and doing promotions for that if and i used facebook messenger a lot because you know you're creating the facebook event page so that's where a lot of those conversations would take place if i really needed something from someone like immediately um i i tried not to get in those situations because like honestly you just can't expect that if like you know you need somebody's address or phone number or, you know, like to email or to mail physical tickets or something that for an example, yeah. or to like drop something off for somebody, if you need that information or if you need that response in like less than five hours, yes. you put yourself in that position right. with that person that like you created a, such a state of urgency. Like if it's right. business related, I feel like there needs to be like some accountability on both ends. You know what I mean, like, and yeah, there's going to be those like pinch hit situations where like you do need a response quickly, and that in sense like you, you would think that you can just make a phone call. Yeah. You know what I mean? That should be the standard. That it's like if it's that important, like you should be able to just make a phone call, and I feel like that should transcend in most businesses. I agree. We know we we have created a culture, and I've read something that was talking about how people can't take vacations anymore, and they're actually like working on something in Europe where like when you're gone, your email like. Halts basically. It doesn't just like send out like you know this like generic auto response that says, "Hey, I'm you know so and so is going to be back." Blah blah. Contact so and so if you need immediate assistance. But then your emails still pile up. So you come back from a vacation, or you feel like you have to check your email the whole time yeah. you're on vacation. Yeah, uh, There's, absolutely. Like, they're working on software to basically create a situation for people so that mentally we. Can have a space where we can actually get away. But if it's our we, responsibility
1: yeah. to do this. We're we're all big adults that can think for ourselves. We need to find a way, don't you think? To, to, to I
3: do, but I think technology advanced in such a way that, like the, the our expectation yeah. of each other and of the world advanced with it. We and did I, it though, and I think that, like you know, we've created a situation where it it, it has become very difficult to step away from, whether it's you know day to day life. Um, like used to be like I remember when we went on our honeymoon, it was like we like made a really big point of like, you know, we're not gonna answer our phones for like this week. And like it was the first time like we had like not been in communication with like friends, family, whatever, for just a whole week and it was really nice. And I feel like yeah. now I'll, that would be almost impossible. No
1: mm-hmm. question about it. And and I struggle with this every day and, and I just literally I, I I'm not a big vacation person anyways, but I work a twenty four seven job. You know, and it's mm-hmm. self-inflicted. I'm not blaming anybody. This is just my life. You throw this show on top of it all. You know, I it's it's I, I am often overwhelmed. You know, I have my priorities right. My career is absolutely first. But but at the same time, the level of communication never stops. It just keeps coming, and it's tough. I will tell you. And, I mean, and again, I'm not in my 30s, right? I mean, I look, and I say that. It's funny, but I say it because I look around and people that I know grew up with, I'm living a pretty dynamic life and active, doing new things in an age right now where a lot of people my age that I know are starting to slow down or starting to play with their grandkids or their new grandkids or things. So they're in a different place in their life, although we're the same age. So I'm trying to compete and keep up with folks that are younger with me, and I love it. But it comes at a price, and I think at times, I, you know, it's why I have no hair, I pulled it all out. <laughs> you know? But I think that I'm not, I can't sit here and say that I do everything great, I mean I will tell you, I'm the first one to say that I'm not a great manager of technology. It's not serving me as it probably should. You know, does that make any sense?
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. well, functionally what technology has made possible I think is good. The effect that it has had on our lifestyles and our culture—it's debatable whether that's good. You know, you were talking about the constant communication, being able to get in touch with someone right away, and then multiple conversations. And a lot of times, especially when you get in where these conversations are related, and you're kind of—you know—I'm some it.
1: embarrassing moments there, mixing them up.
0: You no. got to watch that. <laughs> uh-huh. But uh, I'm, I think, in a certain way, you and I are. In similar roles professionally because we end up being like the communication hub for a yep. lot of different No doubt. there's a lot of moving pieces there's a lot of things going on right. and people keep coming to you and so this piece of information pertains to this conversation over here and so you're almost like a switchboard connecting mm-hmm. these different people in these different roles with all these moving parts and these different uh, components and they all need to fit together in different ways and i think for me i like that i think it's great but i think it almost creates this digital world where you need it's like the matrix you need to hop in there and get your shit done and multitask the shit out of whatever you're doing you know because it creates the potential for you to get a lot more work done it creates potential for getting much less work done and that's where the management comes in you know staying organized and and my job what kills me is i like being able to start something and finish it I move miss on that. To something. Oh, I miss that. How rarely I get to do that in my job because this comes up and then, well, this comes up and this takes priority. Well, this comes up and this takes priority and I have to be able to prioritize. I can't be like, well, this is really important. It needs to happen right yeah. now or something's going to get messed up in the field on one of my jobs. Yeah. But I really want to finish what I'm doing over here. Like some days at the end of the day, I will go to close my computer out and it'll be like, you have 17 windows open that yeah. are preventing your computer from shutting down right now. And I have to go back and look and be like, okay, I got to finish this tomorrow. And we're this doing is, it
1: wrong because we, we
0: can, not do those 17 things effectively all the same fucking time no you well know what i mean and i don't know about your but i mean i gotta imagine it in certain instances is the same for you sometimes you're in the middle of something and this just has to happen now i know it's a priority thing it came in right away this person but too many of them they are for me need me right and they, i'm creating that. this person needs my support and it has to happen right now i have to be able to prioritize because in my job so many like i can just create this train wreck of all these things that i don't want to happen that's eventually going to make my life harder make my job harder or lose my company money so unfortunately i just have to be able to prioritize this is more important um yeah it's a pain in the ass it is Mm -hmm. but it also creates the potential for being able to get a lot more work done and for me you know i'm good at multitasking I kind of thrive on stress in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. I think for me, having this capability to be answering emails and to be working on something in a Word document, and I've got a bunch of Excel files open. Um, well, you love the activity. You thrive off the activity. Yeah, I'm crazy, you know what I mean? Like all this energy, like seriously, because if, <laughs> if I don't do something with all this energy, it's not like me on, when I if yeah. I'm laid off like for a week, I'm like, yes, this is vacation, two weeks. I'm staying up till five in the morning like I'm not getting up till Buddy, three it, I'm not living give a it productive 20 lifestyle give it
1: 20 years yeah you'll slow yeah. down yeah I mean I know
0: down. everybody does but for me like I have all this energy I need to focus it because I'll work all day long and then I'll come home and I'll start working on music and right. I'll have right. different things going on I, have a, I always have a lot of things going on in my life so I think it's and For just me, be
2: productive, like constantly be productive.
0: Yes. For me, it's cool that I have this, and I have this ability to be connected to all these different people doing all these yeah. different things and multitasking yeah. and all these different functions. And when it's clicking and it's going well, it's cool. I like it. You know what I mean? And I can get – I can when I'm focused and things are clicking, I can get a lot of shit accomplished. Right. Agreed. But then – But if shit goes bad on a couple projects at one time, (laughs) oh yeah, that affects all the other shit.
1: When I first (laughs) took over this
0: job, I left not stressed out. I had adrenaline pumping through my veins at the end of the day, and I was like, "Is this normal?" And the the guy, (laughs) the guy who trained me and whose job that I end up taking when he left, he recently came back and he's my boss now, and he's like, he can commiserate because the job. He's like, I. Uh, he's like, oh, I know what it's like. He's like, I'd be leaving and I'd be going to the blood pressure machine. <laughs> 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 like, i have this pain in my chest, and I'm not that old guy. Like, oh, he's like, and I go to the blood pressure machine, and it's like, you have the beginnings of hypertension, huh? That's not good. <laughs> so. Yeah, and I think you know whether you go to that extreme or not. I think that's the situation that a lot of people are in. Whether it's just your your social life or whether it's half professional and half personal, whether it's just your interests online, plenty of people are into like, you know, groups and different things. They they share their lives with people online. I think it's good, however you utilize it, to be able to be connected. But then I think it's important to be able to step back from that because what I notice is like I might be just sitting there. I'm not talking about, like, at a bus station where there's nothing to look around at. I might as well be doing something on my phone. But, like, out in nature or, like, on a car ride, and it's like there's things to see. Like, I can just experience the world. Right. But I naturally want to grab this thing and just start scrolling. For me, it's Facebook, and it becomes, like, a compulsive thing. And it's like Uh – I think it gets to the point with a lot of people where we're plugged into this digital world all the time. Yeah. And I think you're right. Yeah. I think that's when it becomes unhealthy and it really becomes like a, a an impulse thing, like a compulsive action, reaction. Mm-hmm. And if I'm bored, I can pick up Facebook it's or I can start that way, looking you know? at it. sports. Well, yeah. yeah, Julie, you were telling me that uh, they have the people who design casinos right. actually mm-hmm. design social media yeah. sites mm-hmm. and it's easy to get sucked in. And it's that's not all. just about I'm sucked into this game. I'm playing Candy Crush too much. I think... It's the whole thing. It's the the physical. They say that actually, like
3: you should rearrange your apps on your phone um, frequently because you'll get in this mind loop where it's like
1: you know,
3: email, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, you know, freaking whatever, you know, Zillow.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Do you have like when you work with a client? Are you do you benefit from the fact that you need to give that client that half an hour, hour, depending on what you're doing there. And then you can complete it and then move on to the next one. Or do you feel yourself multitasking during the day and what you do? Yeah,
2: I like to, I like to hone in on them. Mm -hmm. So I like to spend a lot of time with them. Mm -hmm. I feel like if I get too distracted and actually with the, the pandemic that's kind of helped a lot because we have, we still have to be at 50% capacity so we haven't been able to um,
3: – You can't, like, stack appointments the same way.
2: Yeah, yeah. And not that, like – I mean, when that's what we do. So when right. we stack appointments – and right. I mean, I probably see 10 people a day. You're used to that. But, um, yeah, it's definitely – I would rather put as much energy and focus into, like, one person right. than – juggle multiple yeah. people. Yeah. 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 And I, I think like that's another thing with the the phones and the computers and things like that. People will message you and they don't realize like like I'm if I'm working a ten hour day, I might not get back to you. Yeah. And I might not even be able to check my phone. Yeah. And uh and a lot of times I try not to because it this thing just does too much. Well mm-hmm. yeah. You know it's, what it's, I mean? It can easily distract me. I might yeah. go to answer a text but I'll have notifications yep. for this, that, the other thing. <laughs> I'll put
0: my phone down and be like, "Wait, I didn't even do the thing." Yeah, yeah, I, pick my yeah, phone I up know, for? I know. Oh, so a like problem. a lot
2: of times, I'm like, I don't even want to look at it because I want to just focus on my day and get through it. Mm-hmm. And then you know, after seeing ten people a day, and you're really trying to put mm-hmm. a lot into that. Oh, you're spent. Yeah. So a lot of times Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I'm like, I just need to go home and sit in the dark and stare at a (laughs) wall. I don't want to like, I don't want to be stimulated. I need to
0: unplug. I've definitely had that feeling. And then some people feel like you don't want to talk to them. And it's just like, I don't want to talk to you on here right yeah. now i just need yeah. to be in a room yeah, yeah. and chill and mm-hmm. be in the real world for a while and mm-hmm. that's where i worry about the generation that didn't have yeah. pre not just pre-internet but pre-devices pre-personal pre-personal devices media. Yeah. i have to okay. mention right. something because it's 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 a cheeky little anecdote i told <laughs> julie that's a cheeky little anecdote. It's a duck. cheeky little anecdote. Uh, I, when I was younger, I had this idea that when we grew up, and I mm-hmm. probably got the idea from like this. Inspector Gadget because he had the watch <laughs> where he could see Penny. <laughs> you know what in I mean? So long. We had Dick Tracy back right. back away. The Dick Tracy yeah, watch, I that right? Too. Mm-hmm. But and I, so I probably borrowed the idea. But I did have this idea that in the future we would all have these communication devices. We'd be able to get in touch with anyone at any time. Always. You'd always mm-hmm. have this community and I always pictured the the Mr. Gadget wad, the mm-hmm. you know yeah.
3: Inspector Gadget. Which thing. people have now.
0: True. But yeah. that's what I mean. Like it was weird. I I looked back at that, I was like, That's so weird. Like we do have that.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: You know?
1: Yeah. The Who the Who wrote a song in the late sixties, or Townsend wrote a song for the for the band The Who, it was called Relay. And he did not produce this song for consumption until like the, the, the the late 80s early 90s but that song predicted the internet in an uncanny way if you look at the lyrics of that song it freaks me out every time i hear it but mm-hmm. townsend had that thing where you know like i, I think there's been moments in time He talked about brave new world you know you mentioned mm-hmm. that in the last podcast and i've had that come up twice on two other podcasts since and mm-hmm. i I, had, I need to dive into that somehow that just it's pretty good Completely yeah. missed it but there have been times in history i think where people have looked into the future and we must have been trending toward this right Mm
4: -hmm.
1: before even before the internet hit the fact that we're rushing through society and we're getting quicker and quicker and quicker we are demanding more immediacy constantly yep
3: well and if you think about how business was done before we had that you know a device that could do all this that pretty much everybody had access to you know people were still trying to do the same thing you know what i mean they were still trying to create the same kind of situation but they just didn't have the technology to do it right and you know Again, right. like I think it's interesting because I'll listen. Like the one po- podcast I was listening to that was talking about like task switching and all that stuff. It, it's like it's a nice idea, but like I'm also someone that like I do kind of thrive on multitasking. I like it's part of what appealed to me about setting up shows because there's a lot of moving parts, and it's like something that like my mind likes having like this. And you know the, there there are studies that have been done that say that people that are really good at multitasking are not always very good at focusing, and you know maybe it's a sign of like ADHD or whatever. I think that there's just different types of people. Like, I think different people thrive in different kinds of environments. And like, I also think that like, it's beneficial for every type of person to t- try communication styles that mm-hmm. aren't comfortable to them. No doubt. And so like, no doubt, it, even though for me, like I'm someone that like, I don't necessarily like being overly still. Like I tried doing yoga for years and I did practice yoga very consistently for probably about three years. And I don't love the practice because I, I don't like being still mm-hmm. but I, like I do try to find ways to integrate that philosophy into my life in small doses because I know that that's not necessarily something I want to do regularly because it's just oh, it's like such an exhausting practice to me <laughs> but like I recognize that there are aspects of it that are good for me and so I do try and kind of like put that into my life and I try and put that into my life in you know my communication styles and things that I do and like I do try and encourage myself to do something from start to finish once in a while because I, I like doing a lot of different things at the same time. It feels good to me. Right. Um, and sometimes I'm most productive doing things that way. Like if I can spend a whole like afternoon at home by myself, I can get a lot done. And if you would walk in in the middle of it, it doesn't look like I'm doing anything. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's like literally like I'll have like you know, I'll start eighty different cleaning projects, and I'll I'll be in like the middle of three different conversations, and I'll sometimes I'll stop and I'll talk on the phone while I'm doing stuff, and then like, but then by the end of like that like six to eight hour stretch of like having that that stretch to just like I'll have the whole house clean, I'll have like you know straightened up all of my like bills, and I'll have the email all cut up, and oh, I'll have you know it. what I mean, and, I and then it. it feels all those really tabs good. Tabs are
2: open, yeah, and
3: <laughs> but it's like you rarely get that those like catch up days, but those are my favorite days, like those days where I'm like super productive. But I can kind of do it in my own way. Like, it feels really good to me. And so I think that there is, like, a possibility that, like, this is leading us in a direction that could be really beneficial for, like, you know, people as a whole. But I think it's it's learning how to, like I said, create boundaries.
0: And balance. And balance, balance. yeah. Balance is important. And be
2: intentional mm-hmm. with yeah. social media and communication and everything instead of letting it control us. Right.
0: And questioning, like, what am I getting out of this? What Uh is this? Like, sometimes I just want to scroll Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. But once it goes past, and I mean, if I've had a long day and I'm just trying to, like, zone out, you know Uh what I mean? Just like mindless uh, some memes uh, yeah there's some memes like I do like memes me too I'm not going to lie Jerry has spent
2: like entire <laughs> evenings like memes. making memes I do memes. like
0: memes he like he'll get an idea we can idea. talk all kind of shit on social media uh-huh. but I like memes they're so. just
2: like a nice little piece of candy uh-huh. you know like they just, are yeah brain, yeah. You can share brain candy it. You share it with your
3: friends yeah share it with your
0: friends yeah, yeah it's I good them.
3: I feel so if I get a good meme yeah. and I'm like this person's really going to like this it reminds
0: me of somebody
2: and they
3: like send it back like a
2: really enthusiastic emoji I'm like yeah. yes talk shit on social media all
0: <laughs> you want awesome. uh-huh. but memes are yeah. awesome
2: yeah uh, yeah social media I think is great I think it is it has more, the potential to be great yeah <laughs> yeah. it's more how I think you know we have to
0: it's how you use it
2: yeah, yeah. It, it, that's what separates us from the animals, I think, a lot of the time.
0: It's <laughs> <Being laughs> social like, media. And <laughs> dogs do not have a social media. <laughs> they're on social media. <laughs> yeah.
2: Is controlling how we, you know, setting boundaries, having balance, I you know, agree. being yeah. intentional with how we use it mm-hmm. as opposed to, I agree. you know
0: yeah what am i getting out of this i try and ask myself that once i've gone past 15 20 minutes like Mm -hmm. what am i doing yeah Yeah, i mean i'm just wasting time it's a huge it's a it's a black hole that just swallows time up Mm -hmm. and especially when i'm just like mindless, sometimes that's okay barely even sometimes yes that's what i mean like if it's 15 20 minutes but when it goes on to like some people like go and look to see how much time they spend on social media i'll be honest i spent way too much time on social media before i got so busy with work everybody Mm -hmm. does way too much way too much probably like two hours a day if you would add it all up but
1: the thing is you know it's in people don't want to admit this they want to slag social media but look it's fucking fun it is to see you to to connect with all these people hopefully you like a lot of them Mm -hmm. some you probably are laughing at yeah but you know it's it's the vehicle that that, the connects the problem is going to be the level of connection and how we let that dictate the way we live now. Yeah. Well and, and how I think you it's let how it you control it your too.
3: internal monologue too. Like Good and we we're point. we talked yeah. about like, you know, just like uh like last podcast we were talking about like, you know, the eating disorders and like body image and all that kind of stuff. It's one thing, like I mean it's one thing to get inspiration from like different like, you know, models and like makeup ideas or like home interior design right. ideas. Like it's one thing to kinda of like just find things that are like oh like I really like that and like but then it's another thing to like internalize that to if I don't look like that then I'm not doing my job properly right. or if I'm right. not like you know if my if I can't afford like this the best um, you know designer sheets and all this stuff whatever <laughs> <laughs> but, like,
4: if, if, uh, if, I thread if I know
3: but like whatever like if, if I if I'm not like Meeting these lifestyle expectations, and something's wrong with me, or that right. I'm like, you know if, right. if my if my relationship doesn't check all these boxes that like cosmos says it should, or right. you know, if, yep. if my job isn't providing this level of satisfaction, this article says it should and right. all these little things that like social media really taps you into just the cultural conversation, no
4: question,
3: and I think that if you're not if you're not a, like a discerning enough consumer that you can understand like, hey, this is good for me, this is bad for me, like I don't need to follow this anymore if it's causing this kind of emotional distress, or, or I don't need to engage in this kind of conversation if it's getting me so angry. And that's like
1: exactly the debate mm-hmm. kind exactly. of thing
3: too. Like I don't think it's terrible to debate with people online as long as you're not like letting it.
1: As long as you don't let them win. <laughs> that too. Yeah, that's important. You need to
2: win. Yeah, and as, then long it's as, people,
3: fine. as long as people. You want the award? <laughs> yeah, the, I want the award. At the end of the conversation, as long as people know that the microbe is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sometimes debating people online, I used to say it sharpens my sword.
4: Mm-hmm. You know I remember I mean? you said that.
0: Yeah. If you get into a good debate, not you're an idiot, blah, 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 and a bunch of insults, but when someone really has a well thought out argument mm-hmm. and you're going head to head and it's respectful, I mean, you're going at each other, but you're not mm-hmm. insulting each other. Yeah, right. Like, it would, sh- I don't know, I called it it's sharpening. Called dialogue. It, yeah. Debate, you know yeah. what I mean? And, and that's the thing. People don't debate as much as they just sling mud on social media. But sometimes I've gotten into good conversations with people, mm-hmm. you know, and I had a really good debate, and sometimes it made me rethink my position on things. Of course. I don't see a ton of that going on on social media. But, but there's also not there. a
2: lot of people like you that are Thank okay that. With, <laughs> with letting... Their platform good. like they have to plant their feet. Or, well, they're married
1: um, to their opinion, yeah, even when they know they're wrong, they're married right, to their yeah, opinion, right. which to, that, that doesn't help the dialogue,
0: yeah, yeah, because yeah. what's the point? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to change your mind, you're what, not going to change take, my well, mind, okay? So, there's no point,
1: but if you're not humble enough to admit when you're wrong or sure. when you're you could possibly see another point or whatever, sure. if you're not humble enough to do that and you or on the converse, if you're the furthest thing from that and you know you're wrong, you've been proving you're wrong, but you get married, but you you're married to your stand on that hill. And then you go fight for something that you intrinsically know is wrong, which I think happens a lot in politics. We're fighting for things because that's our team's mantra. But inside you're going, holy fuck, this has been proven to be incorrect for like 20 different times in my face for the last two weeks. But fuck that. I want to go raw for my team. Raw, raw, raw. That, that, that inability to be humble with other people is really i think that the crux of where we're failing yeah and if you, you know?
0: get into that kind of conversation where i'm just going to prove i'm right i'm going to prove you're stupid i'm going to prove you're wrong like i'm going to prove you're an idiot if you're not trying to create an actual back and forth conversation mm-hmm. and you're just there to beat somebody over the head with your opinion yeah I don't know, man. It just sounds like a lot of ego to me. You're not out there changing people's Mm -hmm. mind. You're not winning hearts and minds. You're Mm -hmm. not making the world a better place. I mean, if we put – we talked about something earlier, talked about the cancel culture thing, and you could debate that all day long. Mm -hmm. But if you look – Imagine the amount of activity as like, you know, potential energy, you know, kinetic Mm -hmm. energy. I don't know enough about physics to say, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but it's energy, right? Right. Mm -hmm. It's also time. Regardless of which side of the argument you are on, if most of the people involved in the argument of something as simple as cancel culture, whether you're fighting for people to have their uh, ability to express their opinions or whether you're fighting for people expressing views and opinions that are in line with an inclusive society Mm -hmm. if you spend a quarter of the time that a lot of us spend arguing online actually going out into the real world and going and doing something to further your cause and helping the people you pretend to care about Mm -hmm. imagine all that energy and what it could accomplish because it is accomplishing almost nothing it is a fraction of zero what you're accomplishing expressing your opinion online, regardless of which side of the argument you're on. If you would put a quarter of that energy into going and doing something in your life and maybe helping change the life of someone else who you are online talking about how much you mm-hmm. care about, mm-hmm. you know what mm-hmm. I mean? No. Most of it, it's ego. It's your yes, ego. Of you're right. I'm right. I want to be right. Who doesn't want to be right? You have a different opinion than me. My first thought is, I want to be right. But is what, there is what, there an opportunity does it matter though? i don't we know why but that. it does i do want to be right <laughs> <laughs> i like being I right agree.
3: <laughs> i hate being wrong maybe i'm a jerk <laughs> i do like no it. i totally agree with you because honestly like, <laughs> like it happens right. to me <laughs> once in a while not a lot but every now and then i'm wrong <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but look in the heat of like in the heat of battle there's a moment like you said where you're like Oh shit! I think I'm wrong. Yeah, what? like are yeah. we so above that? Because like, who doesn't so think, think like I've, if I knew I was wrong from the start, why would I open my mouth? Right, but yeah. I think it
1: happens a lot, and I think people get married to their opinion, or they're right, embarrassed yeah. to pull back from their opinion mm-hmm. because they they've let that ego go so far. It's just you gotta. Uh, I mean, I mean, you don't have to do anything. I'm just saying. I so so we were talking today earlier in a podcast that I was with uh, Scott Burke on this, this afternoon, and we were talking about um, philosophy. And I told him that I was served many years ago by a, a business mentor named Jim Rohn. If I You may have heard this story. The I don't, you're not invited enough, so that's why you wouldn't have heard it, right? <laughs> <laughs> I could actually watch the show. <laughs> the point is, I learned early on that I had to figure out what my personal philosophy was. Hmm. That's a tough, tough, tough thing to tell a 25 year old because, like, personal philosophy, you know, 25 years old, like, you know, what drink beer on the weekends what was the personal philosophy. Uh, but it's, over time, I've tried to determine what I believe, and like four or five years ago, I kind of crafted it even further, parsed it down, and I I, I basically say this: I want to start every interaction with humility. I want to lead with humility, right? And uh, I want to do active listening. Once I have that humility, I want to actively listen to the person I'm engaging, right? And at that point, at that point, I want to seek understanding so that I'm understanding what I'm hearing. And if I don't understand it, I want to seek it. I mean, stay in that mindset until I do have some understanding. And then in the end, I just want to find common ground. Mm -hmm. I want to have humility. You know, I I want to lead with humility. And in the end, I want to find common ground. That's my roadmap to every human interaction. At least I try in every aspect because that has served me well. And quite Mm -hmm. frankly, it's it's helped me make a, a pretty good life that I probably never thought i would have you know but it's that mindset that's my personal philosophy but i will tell you if you were asked the average person on the street what the fuck do you believe can you articulate that in a paragraph the average person not that they're dumb or they are they're not nice people or they don't they're not kind they haven't spent any time thinking about it. You see, sure. you're
0: really putting and, somebody and on the
1: spot there too, yeah. though. Yeah,
4: yeah. Well, just to
1: ask them that point a great blank. Thing. It's a great yeah. question because had, it, it, had it not been asked of me, yeah. I would not have the life that I have today. Sure. And not that my life is that great. I'm just saying I'm in a have comfortable some direction. S- I'm a, mm-hmm. Right for a, for a kid who was very rudderless, I didn't have any direction that gave me something to grab onto and believe me my first my first personal philosophy when i wrote it down was in a journal page it was like 3 pages long all the things i believe to be true probably none of that's even relevant anymore if i go back and look at it but over time and being adaptable to change and all that stuff but man if you don't know what the fuck you believe how can you go forward right and i think that the problem is you know you know uh uh, the republican platform if you can figure that what that is that's 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 too absolute the democratic platform is too absolute you got to be willing to be in the middle and you got to be willing to figure out pull from everything right to figure out what you believe and then in the end just understand that you know you're going to change life's going to change you're going to meet people you're going to be turned on by things you hear be adaptable Mm-hmm. And that's its humility. People don't want to do that, man. But I don't
0: understand why. Some people may look into if they actually uh, study rather than just look at cable news and find out they're like, "You know what? I am really just fiscally conservative person, like it's what I believe." Or people might be like, "You know what? I am really I truly believe in right. the democratic platform absolutely. and I absolutely identify." I'm but sure. like Sure. Understand why you are identifying. There was something that you, you, I think you brought up, uh, belonging to different groups. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. seeking identity through groups. Do you identify with a group because you really believe what they believe, in because you're all about the mission? Or are there more superficial reasons? And I think, yeah. so many of us are guilty for that, where we get pulled into the superficial reasons for why we are identifying yeah. with one group or another. No doubt. Um, I think if you and the other thing that you mentioned you're like what do i believe as a person i'm going to steal from a movie uh it was uh dogma kevin Mm -hmm. smith Mm -hmm. and uh it was chris rock's character and he was talking about beliefs he was like beliefs are dangerous he was like people die for them people Mm -hmm. kill for them you know Mm -hmm. he said now an idea it's a little different, you know what I mean? Like when you believe something, I believe it. It's absolute, yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. My, yeah. my mom told me this, and I think that's a lot of what it comes down to. Yeah. Is why do you think? Why do you think the way you think? Why do you believe the way you think? I don't. I think many times it has way more to do with emotional, psychological reasons than like mm-hmm. logic that I look at the world and I see it this way. And that's yeah, why I was talking about great, someone's good, like, good point illusions. If you talk to someone and you get a look at their logical brain, but then you look at some of their core beliefs, and that's where I talk about like you can kind of. Not to be a dick, but fuck with someone a little bit. You know what I yeah. mean? Because they have this core belief. Yeah. And then you start talking yeah. to them about their logical way and they see the world and you suddenly bring that full circle with this core belief and you're like, but you literally just told me you see X, Y, and Z and you've come up with this conclusion. That's incompatible with this yeah. core belief you expressed to me. And I think our core beliefs really come down a lot more a lot of times to... My mom and dad taught me this. Like, someone who was influential in my life mm-hmm. at an early age taught me this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, this helped shape me as a human being. And it was maybe much more emotional than anything that has to do with, like, I don't know, like, with, like I said, the cerebral concept of reality and what mm-hmm. we truly think mm-hmm. is right. It has more to do with what helped shape me as a person and I think we look at it like that instead of fighting with each other and being like well you're an idiot and you're wrong and what you said is stupid like we just have very little because you were like well is revenge a big thing I think there's a component of that I think what it really comes down to is we don't have a lot of compassion for one another anymore you know Mm -hmm. I mean you make a mistake you're a fucking and idiot and why and mm-hmm. why is that i don't know i don't i think i know well, i think then, i know yeah. i think it's because
1: it, it comes again i keep driving it home it's the word humility yeah. we don't have it man we but why we know, well, let's take a but step but we know why? what it is yeah. we won't practice it but why because it goes directly against the selfish nature of the
0: human condition Do you think it's gotten worse? Because we keep coming on this. Is it worse now than it was? Like, is it the same as it was? I think it's more visible. It's more visible. And that, I think, is
3: where a lot of people kind of get stuck in the idea of, like, this progression of these types of things is because I do feel like a lot of what we've discussed throughout the whole, you know, evening has been about the human condition. And I think that these things are, like, inherent. Like, I do think that there is an element, like what you were saying, as far as, you know... the your core beliefs being more emotional in nature. And then what you have to understand, I think, is whenever you're getting in these these like, hot debates with people and you start challenging their beliefs, it's not just an idea that they're letting go of, it's like a piece of themselves. No yeah. and, yeah.
0: Why are you getting angry? We're talking about an idea. Right. And that's where I said, ideas Or is, can is it just change? they don't want to be wrong? That's the ego's part of it. It is. Yeah, But I think that there
3: is a a fundamental part of like, if something is like so much a part of your makeup that like you are so attached to it. And I, and I do think that, you know, Jerry, you brought a good point up of like, when we're developing who we are and like, kind of like starting to identify and wanting to kind of like, you know, whether it's joining a group or whatever, you there's the more subtle aspect of that is like almost like following a trend and like, what becomes trendy and as far as like almost like thoughts you know what I mean like the the general uh, opinion you know what I mean and right now I think we're it's very apparent you know what certain accepted opinions are supposed to be and not all of them are wrong that's the thing is like like we talked about like you know these ideas of like you know cancel culture and all this stuff is like well is it wrong to basically want to maybe not silence completely but to you know
0: remove the platform from someone mm-hmm. who's abusing yeah. it exactly
3: yeah. it's not mm-hmm. wrong you know what i mean it's not wrong to want to try to like you know create a culture and a conversation that is less bigoted and you know Absolutely. more inclusive and more open minded it does become difficult when you don't know where to where the line is drawn and then when the 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 ideas become so much more polarizing right. that people start to if I don't identify with this side of things and I can't accept the entire ideology and I don't maybe understand and, uh, and accept all of this ideology, but this feels more culturally comfortable to me, then it becomes more of a situation of like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. people, like we talk about like, you know, and like, we'll just throw it out there. Like, you know, we're talking about like, tr- they're trying to take all the, the Trump icicles or
4: whatever. <laughs> <laughs> icicles.
3: <laughs> the, the ice, ice rings drinks. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It, there, there, there's, there's a huge part of the population that voted for him and i think a lot of it isn't so much about and there's
0: a huge part of the population that really enjoys ice skating
3: exactly uh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i haven't met many of those people yet but i hear they're out there well <laughs>
3: either way and uh, and, uh, and it's not to defend whether you know who you vote for or whatever else but right. i'm just saying that like if you just look at america like we're there is about you know may, I'd, i don't know what the actual population breakdown is but there are you know so many people that live in big cities mm-hmm. that are you know predominantly democratic and all this kind of stuff and then there's a lot of areas that are you know just farm country and they might s- represent like a more conservative viewpoint on certain things but isn't this it, it doesn't always become a democratic republican thing no. to the average person it's a lot less about political ideology and more about what feels familiar and comfortable and yes. that kind of right. comes it down. Right. it's right. more cultural and that comes down to what we we're talking about as far as like you know, people being inclined to seek what they're familiar with and, and whether it's not so much about whether that's like morally right or wrong, it's just a fact is that like when you find people that you identify with, it's more comfortable. And a lot of people are not actually comfortable challenging their, Mm -hmm. challenging their views, challenging their, just what, what feels normal to them. Totally agree. And we don't have to take everybody out of their comfort zone. Yeah. We have to try as a society, I think it's it's part of our like duty and responsibility to be kind to one another and to teach tolerance and, you know, I think there's a lot of teachable moments happening right now, but I also feel like the fact that they've like basically just like stigmatized southern accents and you know farming yeah like how like that's a huge part of our country just, and like it's there's nothing yeah. wrong with it you know what i mean yeah, like and it's, it's and it's, it's a an- shame that like people that like Live in different cities, think that like that's an indicator of someone that's like not,
0: not a, educated. Yeah, because yeah. it, maybe like, even you're racist because you have a southern accent, you know what and, I mean? And it's, someone hears like you're from Alabama, it's like, oh, you gotta be racist. Like, I've literally heard people, especially yeah. n- northerners who are liberal, who mm-hmm. automatically assume like you're from Alabama, you're white, you're racist, yeah, just, and, it's and just that's like, it's just not true, dude. Like, what is just... inclusive about that yeah. concept? Yeah. Like, yeah. where yeah. the okay. hell did you come up with it? Well, I get what you came up with it, but where do you fit it into? This ideology of including everyone and being fair to everyone. Right. Like And, you and not upon,
3: making pre- uh pre prejudices basically. Right. On Prejudging people. people. Pre, yeah.
0: Oh, but you you touched upon something where you said, like, the idea of cancel culture. There's a spirit, there's an idea there that makes sense. You can argue about where the line is, but I think there's ideas that make sense and they're reasonable and they're rational and they are grounded in look, there's a reason behind this. Right. But that's one particular facet mm-hmm. now when you have a whole revolution i and i'm going to expose my ignorance here because i love philosophy i got my no one commented on my metaphysica shirt i love it's that pretty pretty shirt. <laughs> yeah i don't know who the fuck is on that shirt i think epictetus my favorites That's on that probably shirt. aristotle copernicus Cap- Cap- Epi- yeah. Cap- a- Epi- no <laughs> epictetus is Cap- on the upper i think he's on the
1: upper right is aristotle Pla- plato on there? Plato's probably on there. Socrates like on there. I don't know the dude with the funny hat in the
0: bottom. I'm not sure right who on. he is, So man. I don't know shit. But I know that I think it might have been Descartes. Again, I don't know shit. He's I just, I click on the idea. No, no, no. But I'm, I'm bringing up a, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, no, I knew that. They're not old enough to be Descartes. But we were talking about the French, so, you know. I'm going to say it's Descartes even if it wasn't Descartes. Someone it's can right. come Is on your show. Someone show the- can come in the comments and talk angrily about what an idiot I am and, and how the- I shouldn't voice any of my opinions because I'm stupid. <laughs> but I don't know that it's decade. I don't know. That's Descartes. Someone's probably going to come in the comments and tell of me. Of course, you know, uneducated the universe, fool. <laughs> <laughs> but if they're
3: French, they're probably nice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we <laughs> we don't
0: read the comments. Wee wee. We never wee. read your comment. <laughs> if
3: you're going to post a
1: video, that's especially, a that's especially good. That is yeah. good. Wee <laughs> 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 <good>. wee. <laughs> we. I just did a wee Wait, wee. Wait, aren't they yes. <laughs>
3: rude? I just remembered this. Isn't aren't the French known for being rude? But quietly rude.
0: <laughs> that's another stereotype. Because <laughs> we're the ugly uh, Americans. That's why. <laughs> but anyway, okay. I think it was Descartes. Basically said. The new re- the revolution comes in, and it's just a new form of madness. You know what I mean? The old way of thinking, the traditional way of thinking, it was outdated, mm-hmm. and it was obsolete. And so the revolution comes in, and everyone catches on to it, and it sweeps like fire. And it's really just a new form of madness. Interesting. Hmm. Um, Interesting. And when you have an idea, an idea might make a lot of sense. It might be a good idea. But when you have like this whole, like Julie was saying, this whole culture that I identify with it has all these different connotations and ideas and beliefs, all these other boxes. I check this box, all these other boxes better to be checked. Because people we ruin the fucking idea. People are what ruin the idea because then that becomes well. We got to give someone a award for thinking of the best
4: <laughs> fucking
0: idea, right? and head. we got to have know. like the Wrapped popularity contest. Well, that we over have here. this petty <laughs> disagreement about well, I'm better at this, and then and, and, uh, so, uh, actually, uh, uh, I'm not. No names because I know Julie knows what I'm talking about, but uh, a friend of mine who's actually pretty liberal said, you know, the woke culture thing kind of becomes. Uh, yeah, who's more woke? Like, mm-hmm. who came up with the more intellectualized way, idea of, well, see, what you're doing is you're marginalizing this person by voicing this well, opinion in this way, and you can't fight and you can't fight fascism with fascism. Mm-hmm. But an idea, okay, yeah, can, that's a good might, way to put it. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. But that's an true. idea might make a lot of sense, and it might be a good idea. But when you get into a whole culture, a whole way of thinking that involves people and and people's egos and and people's feelings good feelings and bad feelings it gets to the point where the original idea behind it can yeah, get it's dis- diluted can get distorted yeah. and basically a better word. i think whether it doesn't matter what broad whole culture of people when it's an when it's a culture that's based around a movement or an idea <sighs> Um, it gets co-opted by people with different agendas and it there you go and and what always happens come on it's as mm-hmm. old as time the institution mm-hmm. gets taken over and corrupted by money by well, people who are able to use it not just to make yeah. money but to influence other people in order to money's the tool to in order it. to influence other people so that you can basically have control over others so whether you use it for influence or power or money any, um, any group that that any group of
1: people that get together that want to tell another group of people that they can't do something for any reason, someone's offended, whatever, it doesn't matter, you got to be careful. You got to be careful because the, the initial intentions were to be kinder and gentler and to protect the innocent and all that stuff under the guise of all that good stuff comes the fascism when it's left unchecked, the group gets gets too much power. They become the arbitrator of right and wrong, the arbitrator of acceptable and non-acceptable, and the arbitrator of hurt feelings and non-hurt feelings. When they are calling all the shots and they continue to grow, then they become what they're trying to stop. Sure. Yeah. And that's... Just look at American history. it's It's just riddled with that. It's when the far left and the far right are so far and so wild and so wacky that they swing around and they fucking meet Mm -hmm. and they become one Mm
0: -hmm. well and let's be fair i mean i just took a swipe at the far left i mean look at the entire history of religion and what's been done with it. Mm-hmm. You have a religion that's based around the ideas of one person or a group of people right. who are deeply spiritual, who typically are all about enlightenment and helping people who are in unfortunate circumstances right. and being fair and seeking truth, and then it becomes an institution. And mm-hmm. then it becomes about manipulating people and guilting people and controlling people and, and then and fucking money torturing people. And you and know power. what I mean? Like yeah. In the name of God... We're going to torture you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that is so far away from mm-hmm. the original. Well it's humans wanting
1: control over other humans. You sure. want humans yeah. to do a yep. uh, one group of humans wants another group of humans to do what they
0: say. Sure. That's what I mean it starts with a good idea, but then it turns into a whole whether you want to call it a movement or a culture, it evolves because into something else. Right. And I don't think it's necessarily just because people get involved with it. I think there are individuals who find a way to manipulate yeah. other individuals Dude. to get what they want. And Power. that's that's the part that I don't know if we're – I don't know if you can evolve beyond that. You're always going to have someone who has the bright idea, you know what, I can use something that you believe in, that you hold dear. I can see the cracks in you. I can see – because there's certain people – who you know when you want to be technical they're sociopaths but they're very good at living outside of this reality that we're a part of Mm -hmm. and they can look at somebody and they can see those core beliefs and they can see these ideas and Sociopaths are really good at picking people apart. They hack people like computers, you know right. what I mean? They're
2: like a right. robot. Yeah. yeah. And yeah.
0: there are plenty of sociopaths running around and they're not necessarily Hannibal Lecter sitting in a right. mental institution. No, some of them point. are powerful people. They totally are agree. really some of them have genius level intelligence. And I don't like to get into the all oh, the conspiracy theories and team C, but it's just human nature. I mean, you see it on a small scale. Right. someone is trying to manipulate mm-hmm. in this situation and you can see they're angling to get what they want and it comes out later just like we were talking about the instant karma where you're like I told you this person was shady and up mm-hmm. to no good like when you see that on such a small level do you think some of these individuals who have an unbelievable amount of wealth and power they have so much money they don't want you to know how much they have mm-hmm. are you telling me that some of them Are not using their pull and their influence. Of course, of course. And we all know it, but to talk about it starts to make you sound like, oh, you're one of those tinfoil hat people who live in a tent, right? right. And that's what I mean. I think it just comes down to let's just acknowledge what we all know to be true: that human nature is that you're always going to have individuals who are attempting to use any situation to exploit it to their advantage. It's Mm -hmm. the human condition, sure. Mm -hmm. I
1: hate this, I hate that it sounds so fatalist about the way we're wired as as a species, but it's time and time again proves it out. I mean... Well,
3: and look what people, like, you know, they. it's funny because it gets actually kind of like a bad rap now in, like, this, you know, new way of looking at things, but, like, they talk about, like, our um, savage DNA and all this kind mm-hmm. of... You know what I mean? The fact mm-hmm. that, like, you know, we have these survivalist instincts that have, you know been warped over time and that we don't really need anymore and all this kind of stuff and and you know be that as it may or maybe it's not you know who knows what what the next stage of humanity is going to be but i think the longer james knows well he (laughs) probably does i know he knows more than he lets on um i just feel like it's the more we try and hide from our own like instincts in nature like them it's like kind of like that whole like history is doomed to repeat itself kind of situation where if we're not willing to look at like the things about ourselves that maybe are less desirable or you know whether they're good or bad or indifferent if if it is what it is then you just have to be able to acknowledge it and then adapt and change and come at it from a humility or a place of humility and not look at it as like oh like I'm so savage and I have these instincts and I can you know pick out anybody yeah or you know like just trying to bury your head in the sand and like not and just see the good in everybody all the time like it, there's a fine like line in between all that of stuff and it's not bad to look at things that you might not like about yourself and like, just kind of like yep. learn from them and then you know make an educated decision on how you want to proceed but we mm-hmm. all want we like want to like we want to like whitewash everything
1: i don't know if that's like the proper term you gotta have humility to do that
0: though you gotta be no and and, you you, julie touched on something too i think people eventually the more we progress and the smarter we get and the bigger our egos get we want to be above what we are Mm -hmm. Mm. you know what i mean we want to be above what we are and i know this is just my opinion this is not me saying well i think that we should all accept i don't think we're ever going to get to the point where we're no longer animals we are animals mm-hmm. and some of us don't like that idea we're like no we can progress beyond that and i'm not saying it's like politically that it's the progressive right, standpoint right, right. because if you look at religious people they're like well we're above the animals right. god put us above right. the animal kingdom and it's like right. yeah until you realize that they don't sell scissors in the checkout line anymore
4: there's a reason <laughs> for that <laughs> good point
0: yeah they do you will never look at a checkout where you're at the mm-hmm. register, you will never see... What do you see, mean I can't buy a pair of scissors in the checkout line You anymore? will never see a they sharp object right. where yeah. people are going to get into a disagreement. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and look. There was a, uh, and I don't know that it was like there was a memo that went out, but there was here <laughs> no, Here's who the memo. <laughs> I, I can't remember. It was maybe 15, 20 years ago. A lady stabbed another lady with a pair of scissors, and I noticed since I read that you're not going to see razor blades, or well, they hide the razor blades now. But you're. <laughs> I've noticed I, since I read about this story, I became interested, and I looked at the impulse buy. You're not know, going to see a pair of scissors <laughs> there. So, so that's how, as much as we've accomplished and we've been to outer space and we have, you know, yeah. individuals have created companies and we have all this incredible technology and the internet and all these yeah. accomplishments, we are still at the point where, you know, it's not a great idea to put sharp things where people <laughs> can reach them in high stress when situations someone, like the checkout someone aisle. Someone <laughs> could cut in line in front of uh-huh. somebody else because it's easy to grab it and, and stab them. Like, as much as we get beyond where we started up here where we're not cave people beating sticks together. There's a part of us that's instinctual and it's a necessary part of ourselves and they touch upon it in music. We were listening to uh, Sad But True on the way over Mm -hmm. here. You know, There's this part of us that's deep and instinctual and I personally don't feel that we're ever going to get away from that and I think when we try, that's the self-denial, that's Mm -hmm. the repression that creates all these messed up things where you just can't Accept yourself for who you are, and I think that's when society goes to a bad place, because it's an ideal that we can't attain, and really, I don't see the value in attaining being beyond what we are, that we're, that we're imperfect, and that we have these instincts that are guided towards the individual surviving. Yeah. It doesn't mean that I can't look out for you, but it means there's going to be a part of me that always looks out for me because yeah. that's my survival yeah, on I, this earth.
1: How can you argue it? Based mm-hmm. upon the observation of how we treat each other, how can you argue it? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't even know
3: if it's so much about how we treat each other, though, but it, it's, it, and this kind of circles back to some of the stuff that we've talked about as far as, like, you know, different political ideologies is, is that, like, I don't remember where I was reading, but something about, is there communism or Marxism or something where they, like, Basically, try to, from like birth, foster the idea that, like, the state is more important than right. the individual. Right. Um, right. And. <sighs>
1: Well, wanted, that, no. Co-
0: Hitler did that too. Fascism. Yeah, but it, that was well, communism's p- that it. you give all the money to the state. Either and, but and
3: it's and like, but the idea is that basically to try to almost like remove that instinct of. I'm right. just saying
0: it wasn't just communism. Oh, that yeah. was that oh, was yeah. that was part of Nazi Germany Any too. Total well, totalitarian. totalitarian there you okay, go. so
3: there you go. So either way, like the point being that like, I think it's a very idealistic. Like you can you can flip that into like an idealistic point of view that like you know we should. Uh, Strive to look beyond ourselves Mm -hmm. and look to the greater good and look to Mm -hmm. community and look to, you know, the betterment of our species and our, you know, start on a small scale, what you can do locally, recycle, you know, all these things. Striving to
0: be better today than we were yesterday. Exactly. Like these are
3: all really good ideals, but like removing the idea and, and seeing, especially like, you know, that there are powers that be that might be like intentionally trying right. to get us to see to like think beyond ourselves i just don't i'm not gonna say i don't think it's healthy but at the same time like i think that there isn't a necessary part of survivalism that's not a bad thing you know what i mean yeah. Wh- when it's not abused and when it's not like used to manipulate people when it's not you know all well, i can hear is you crunching <laughs> that fortune cookie <laughs> did you get a new one <laughs> no you didn't eat the other uh, one that he okay. had
0: okay a ration man.
3: <laughs> See now, let's all let's all steal Jerry's rations.
0: That's <laughs> where my survival instincts <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: y'all
3: have fun. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was good. Mrs. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's definitely
1: amazing definitely amazing I can't believe you wonderful people give me this much of your time I
0: can't oh. believe you came having us here I know we love this place <laughs> yeah.
2: no. thank you for having us back no. again
1: but, um, many more shows coming if you're if you're game absolutely yeah, 100 so, yep, I love like, this group mm-hmm. yeah alright like you are you are officially dismissed until we reconvene again <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much alright friends we are out take it easy yep
0: Hello, you're listening to the Eric McKenna Project.